Wondrous Realms podcast group presents The Claustra Domain Hosted by Greg Hall Featuring Tyler Butler, Nick Grasser, Sierra Rates, and Regan Street of the Claustro Domain. My name is Greg and I am your host and DM for this evening and I'd like to thank you for joining us today. Minor audio fix. Hang on one second, please. Mm-hmm. There we go. Okay. I'm here with my good friends. Let's go, go around and meet them all. Starting with Tyler Butler. Hello. Vanilla is a bean, not a fruit. No. <laughs> I'm stuck on the green bean thing right now because green beans are technically fruits and all vegetables are So many vegetables are, fruits. are actually fruits. Vegetables yeah. are fruits, all of them, but not all fruits are vegetables. The anyway. E is for educational. Nick Rasser. Hashtag fruit gang. You're <laughs> Get it? Because I'm gay. That was Nick and not myself, but also same, so... <laughs> Goes all the way around the couch today. Freaking <laughs> street. I, hi. Yeah. So uh, it's funny you say that because when we were at Big Lots or whatever, not sponsored, we were walking past like a snacks and stuff. I'm you with some goldfish. These ones are gay because it was the rainbow goldfish. <laughs> and I thought it was hilarious, but it wasn't because they're just crackers. Same. Oh, Stop. I do in the cake. Stop. Unless there's no other business, let's please begin, for the love of all things under the sun and the moon. And when the stars do not discriminate against the stars. When last we met... Greg is at the end of the But we just started recording. We do not discriminate against I know, but the man is absolutely body. unhinged right now. Look at him. You do be having unhinged eyes. I think we're about to break him. And planets! When last we met... <laughs> The party. <laughs> the party took on the crime lord Ethan Stonefist after following a lead from the two brothers who begged the party to save their third, who was currently in Stonefist's presence. Oh yeah, that guy. Ugh. I thought each member had. We met. We fought a giant fish. We have never fought a fish. Yeah, but in Esther we did. That was the last time we met. Technically. Oh my god. He was pranked the last time we met in the classroom. <laughs> Quit being. You. Oh, I'm gonna have fun with you tonight. Um, in, in character. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Each member had a different idea of how to approach the situation. Gertie and Silas tried to casually walk in the front door and feign ignorance. That was so bad. Shay, that chose was <laughs> Shay chose to sneak into the ceiling to get the drop on Ethan. And Arson slipped in through a small air vent in the side of the house. Oh yeah, house. and then I literally dropped because I failed to roll. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the brush dwarf excused Gertie and Silas with a brush of his hand, but realized uh, when the other two got into the room that this was a setup. Arson made the first strike against Stonefist, which he seemed to shrug off. The party went into battle, slashing and stabbing the man, but despite each hit, he stood firm, studying their attacks. Fear began to settle in as they began to realize the pain that they inflicted onto him, 
Uh, did nothing. I was pretty scared. He uh, he he simply did not fight back, only repositioning his fighting stance and studying the car- uh, the players. Uh, when he finally struck, he hit hard. The first uh, uh, the fight itself only lasted a few moments, but when the damage was done, uh, Stone Fist fell, and the Crime Lord was dead. Uh, they collected information about his upcoming jobs, namely gathering intel about a cave that he had collapsed years ago for uh, collections, and uh, how there might still be a valuable resource deep inside its tunnels. Not entirely satisfied with the lack of clues, but, uh, excuse me, uh, about RBF, the party decided to leave, but not before Silas took the spike he's ca- carried from RBF's hideout and pierced the corpse. The other, uh, the way that the other bodies had been found in the past, uh, this caused some strife within the group. But beaten and exhausted, they opted to return to Gertie's home to rest. And as the light of the borealis fades and the glow of prosperity pillar dims to match, our session begins. Hours have passed, and you've all slipped deep into a sleep, Shay, into a deep, deep meditation. Uh, yeah. Your, your body's finally painless, and your mind's at ease, or maybe not. I guess we'll find out. <clears throat> so. Let's take a look. See here. I just want like a cover of No Sleep Till Brooklyn, but like <laughs> in 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 game. Like. Yeah, what I've been thinking about is like because I'm watching a lot of Gravity Falls. It's the Halloween episode, and at the end, the little kid is saved, and he goes, "I am traumatized." That's just us every D and D So uh, there's four of you. I've got a D four here. I'm gonna figure out who I'm gonna traumatize first. I mean, explore your subconscious dreams. Mm-hmm. Regan! <laughs> oh. I'm ready. <laughs> so, let me just scroll on down here yeah, to little Gertie's little thing here. So, Gertie. Yes. Uh, you, uh, you drift into your sleep. You're, uh, you're really comfortable, and you're suddenly jolt, feel like you're being jolted awake or whatever. Um, and, uh, you still find yourself in your chair, but something seems weird about this room here. Can I put my finger on what seems weird? Uh, there's plenty of things you can put your finger on, I suppose, but, you know. Uh, you're specifically woken by the sound of rustling in the uh, kitchen area. Okay, I'll go check it out. Now, Gertie, as you stand up, you can't help but feel like there's a lot more ease off of your bones and your joints and whatnot, uh, you realize you didn't even pick up your cane to be able to pull yourself up. Can I look down at my hands? Sure. I'm going to take a look at your hands there, and uh, all the dark marks and stuff on your hands and whatnot seem to have faded a little bit. Your hands feel a lot, you know, yeah. more, uh, what's the word I want to use? Youthful, if you will. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> is there like a mirror or something reflective that I can look at my face? Um, there's some picture frames along the walls, and you can kind of see a reflection. Um, the uh, the kind of I don't I don't say saggy, but you know what I mean. Like the 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 sagginess of your skin has tightened a little bit. You don't have as much baggage on your eyes and whatnot. You do look a lot younger. Okay. Um, and as a matter of fact, I'm gonna throw this into the group right now. Uh, I'll wait a second on that actually. Um. But uh, as you're admiring yourself in the mirror or of the uh, picture frame, you hear a large. Um, okay, um, you hear something like drop to the floor in the kitchen and shatter, or not shatter, but like it sounds like a pot like bounce off the floor, and you just hear this muttering and you're like, you know. Kind of okay. So, what would you like to do? 
Uh, I'm gonna go look and see what the noise was. Great. Uh, so you enter the kitchen, and uh, you're looking around, and you see um, Gerald from behind, and uh, he's grumbling something. He's he's kind of leaning over onto the floor and like trying to pick up stuff he he dropped or whatever, and uh, he's a, he's a little miffed that he made a mess or whatever. He's, Does Gerald look younger? You want to take a better look at him? Yeah. Cool. Uh, go ahead and make an inside check for me. <clears throat> oh. Wait a second. Why is the kitchen on fire? <laughs> <laughs> this is fine. Okay. It always wants to reload when I pull the page up. Mm -hmm. That's an unnatural 21. Great. Um, you do notice that as the last thing is being picked up, Gerald turns around to face you, but it's not Gerald's face. Do I recognize the face? You do. Oh, no. It is your husband, Gary. I knew it. He still has the... Uh, hmm? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> the human. The human, not the cat. Uh, he has a very similar build to Gerald. He, Gerald definitely took his height uh, from the genetics and whatnot, but he's uh, he's got uh, black hair, um, dark blue eyes. He's kind of kind of heavy in the face or whatever, but a lot of it's just meat and muscle. And he turns around and sees you and goes, "Oh, Gary, or Gary." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Gary, darling, did I did I wake you up? I'm I'm so sorry." Man, lots of G's in this fucking family. Yeah. The, the I just one wanted to kiss. Never mind, I'm not gonna say sometimes it. Sometimes he accidentally says his own name now because that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> the house is the G spot. Um, stop! Oh my god! What is wrong with you? <laughs> so many things. We just need a spray bottle to squirt you with. I, yeah, I, I wouldn't blame you. Just. I thought about getting a DM uh, Nerf gun. Yes. Because I'm just sure you're doing dumb shit. Oh. Nick says something dumb. Thunk. <laughs> We would run out of ammunition oh, so no. fast. Anyways. I looks like I got it. Anyway. Anyways, he, uh, he's like, oh, I'm so sorry if I woke you up. <laughs> She's just kind of, like, confused. Oh, sorry. Um, sorry, I... I... What are you doing here? Um, making breakfast? Are you okay? You look... You look... Like something's, I mean, you you look amazing. You always do, but something's bothering you, isn't it? Are you okay? I just, something just feels off. I don't know what it is. Are you, are you having jitters about the job tonight? What job? What job? I mean, you, you, you wanted to, you know, go next door and, and he's like kind of gesturing vaguely, like, you know, she, she's got that, that box and, oh, you oh, wanted yes. to, you know, sorry, I know this is fun for you. I'm still trying to get on board. Like, it, it, I understand it's fun. And I do enjoy doing it, <clears throat> but I don't quite understand yet, I guess. I feel like in her head she's like, is this, did I, 
go back in time? Like, what's... She's just shocked by the fact mm-hmm. that, like, I don't think she's... You mm-hmm. will, uh, you will take a look in the, uh, a mirror, there's, like, a polished pan behind him, and you do, you're, you're as young as you were 60 years ago. Like, your, your skin is very fair, you have, like, the dirty blonde hair thing going on right now, it's tied back into a bun. You haven't seen this face in the mirror for quite some time. So she's definitely taken aback. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well... Does it feel like she's dreaming? Like, did... Or does it feel more real than that? Um... Can she tell? I know sometimes in a dream you're completely unaware, so... I will say, just because of her hesitant... Like, her sense of, like, not sure what's going on, maybe she's got some thoughts about it, but, like... Like, partial lucid dreaming? Yeah, kind of a partial, partial lucid dreaming or whatever. Yeah. Um... Um... Ba, 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 ba. He, he approaches, or he crosses the kitchen and, like, takes your hand and pulls you into a hug and whatnot and, like, kisses your forehead and he's like, Gertie, darling, if you, if you don't want to do this tonight, that's okay. I just... I want to be supportive. No, no, I, I still want to do the job. I just... I don't know. I just woke up on the wrong side of the chair. Hmm. Well, we can get rid of that chair if you want, because... I mean, it's kind of old, and it's not like you're going to sleep on it forever, right? No, no, I I like the chair. Okay, okay. Well, <clears throat> I'm, uh, I'm going to head upstairs and get the gear out of the, the you know, the, the extra room up there, and then we can plan for the rest of the day. Okay. And you're going to hear him go up the steps, and it's going to, you know, a little... And um, you blink, and the room kind of changes a little bit around you. Um, it's been lived in a little bit more. I mean, you've lived in this house your entire life. Um, and, uh, so the house has clearly been lived in more. Uh, you and Gary have gotten more used to it, but now you're starting to feel, your entire body, you're starting to feel a lot more weight in your lower area and whatnot. Um, and there's, he, you see Gary out of the corner, kind of sitting there with a book in his hand, and he's just looking through and, like, making notes in and whatnot. He's like, oh, sweetie, what are you doing up so early? You can't, you can't be moving around so much. It's, it's not good for the, the baby, you know? Oh! I just couldn't sleep. Oh. I got some names here. You want to take a look at them? See if any of them pop out to you? Mm, that sounds nice. Okay, okay. Uh, how about Winston? Nope. Mm, I'm not a fan of the letter W. Mm. Dennis? Never mind, we don't want to be named after the butcher from down the road. Good point. What about Gerald? Hmm. Gerald. I quite like that. I do too. I don't know any bad Geralds, do you? Not that I can think of. Okay. Look, um... I know we were supposed to go hit another house tonight, but I'm a little worried about your safety and his safety. Maybe I should just go by myself. No, I don't want you going by yourself. <coughs> that doesn't seem like a good call. Why not? Don't you trust me? It's not that I don't trust you. It's just, what if something happened and I wasn't there to help? I, I guess that's right. Um, okay, well. <sighs> okay, well, then he's going to close the book and his entire face shifts again and he's a lot more gray. 
and he, you've seen him age really rapidly. He's probably, um, <clears throat> probably in his like late thirties, early forties going on right now. Yeah, I can um, just imagine that. Like he kind of puts the book in front of his face and he closes it, and all of a sudden he's, he's, he's a much older man. Yeah. His face is nice. Um, yeah, transition. Yeah. You're starting to see more grace leaking through his hair and whatnot, and wrinkles appearing uh, on his face. Um, and uh, he's standing outside the kitchen, and he goes, Gerald. Get down here, boy! Then you hear pattering feet on the upper floor coming down the stairs towards you. Um, he says, go help your mother. And little, like, six, seven-year-old Gerald comes up to you and he goes, Hi, Mom. What What do you need help with? Am I doing something particular that... Uh, you notice that you, have, you probably have, like, a crate of just stuff in your hands maybe things that you've collected over the time over the years that you want to keep out of his reach it's like i can i can carry that box for you i'm gonna be strong like dad you're already strong but you're right you are going to be strong but i think that i can handle carrying the box if you just want to follow with me oh oh okay okay and uh you start going up the stairs with the box um and the door opens, leading into this room that you go into, and um, Gerald walks through and closes the door behind him, right in front of you. Um, and then a light comes off from the side here. You have a window there, and you're back in the kitchen, and you see Gerald out in the field. He's shoveling. Um, he's struggling a little bit because he's of his young age. He's probably eight, nine years old at this point. And uh, Gary walks up to you, and he's... He's definitely his age is showing, and you can feel it in your bones too that you have also gotten older. And he hands you a bag and plants a kiss on your forehead, and he said, uh, "Tonight's gonna be the big one. We're gonna do this, and then I think we can be done." What do you think? I think that you're right. I think that we're outgrowing this. Okay. Okay. One last time for the boy. Yeah. One last time. Okay. And then you guys. Uh, you guys start walking towards the front door there, and uh, he gestures to you and like kind of beckons you forward. Um, he's like, "Oh, I forgot something." He's gonna step off to the side. If you want to go ahead, I'll keep. I'll catch up to you. And you'll hear him walking, but his footsteps disappear behind you. And you have this door just looming in front of you. But what's weird is that it's not the doorstep, or it's not a uh, door to your house. It is reminiscent of a greenhouse. Um, but can I step through the door? Are you going to try to open it? Yes. You are going to step into it, and you're going to see a short man, a very angry man with a long black beard and black hair, and Gary's, or I'm sorry, um, yeah, Gary's nowhere to be found around you. And uh, before you, Ethan Stonefist stands and starts towering over you, and he says, You're going to try to steal from me, you bitch. She's going to, like, violently push herself back, like, to not be near him. She's traumatized. Mm-hmm. He's gonna... <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> he's gonna He's gonna start walking towards you with his, uh... He's gonna start putting his brass knuckles on and whatnot. Uh, go ahead and roll for initiative for him real quick. Oh, my God. Thirteen. Okay. You may go first. Uh, I mean, her instinct would be to run. To run? Yeah. Uh, okay. 
So you're going to turn to run, and you're going to feel uh, Stone Fist like, grab the back of your wrist or whatever, and you're just going to barely slip away. Um, but as you turn to run, you're going to run right into Gary, and he's going to be like, Honey, what's wrong? What's wrong? Still very old and whatnot. What are you running from? That man. He, he tried to grab me. And she, she's going to turn around to, like... He's gone. I swear, I, I just saw him. He was just there. Do you turn back around? Yeah. Okay, where Gary was is now Ethan Stonefist, and he's going to grab onto you and, like, grab onto your oh. throat. Oh, God. I told oh, you you weren't going to steal from me, you bitch. Just going to swing at him, trying to, like, get him to let go. Okay. Uh, you cut right through him, and he falls dead to the ground. probably heavy breathing like mm. I don't know what's happening and uh, behind you you hear uh, Gerald mom mom are you okay I, I'm I'm fine and she's gonna look at him okay so you're gonna have a, your 50 year old son Gerald and your um, husband the last time you saw him standing side by side they look pretty damn similar in you know age and whatnot Gerald obviously doesn't have any green hair yet but he's getting there um, you'll notice that both of them uh, kind of just like freeze up and kind of look behind you and you can feel this looming threat okay. boiling behind you again she'll look behind her and Ethan Stonefish is going to lash right at you and just as he's about to make contact you are going to lurch forward and wake up and find yourself back in your house, Gary, asleep on your chest, purring away. Sun is, or not the sun, uh, it it hasn't been that long in the night. You know, Crystal Critties is still kind of giving off its glow and whatnot, but you are, yeah. You had uh, quite a dream there for a second. Yeah, she'll just be, she probably <clears throat> was crying in her sleep. Mm. She'll wake up and just kind of like nuzzle Gary Torchin. Um, I will say that um, you're gonna you're gonna hear footsteps like hurriedly coming down the stairs. Mom, mom, are you okay? I, I heard I heard something. Are you okay? Yeah, she's just not gonna say anything, and she's just gonna jump up and walk over to him and give him a hug. Don't 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 worry, mom. I'll protect you. I'm okay, son. I just had a bad dream. Okay. Go back to bed. Okay. I'll see you in the morning. Okay. And he's just gonna still kind of, he's piped up on adrenaline, but he's gonna lumber back up to bed and you're gonna hear his door close and that'll be that. Will you go to bed or are you just gonna go right back to your little comfy couch? Um, she's gonna go make herself a cup of tea and sit by the fire in her chair and just kind of think about the dream. Good. Thank you, Regan. Mm -hmm. Thank you. <laughs> Who's next? It's up to fate you. Decide. Well, fate stole my D four, so. Wasn't <laughs> it just random? Oh, there it is. No, oh, it's in the corner. <coughs> Nick. Oh. Silas. Uh oh. Oh. Oh wait, do I need my dice for this? No. Okay. Cool. Silas! Sorry, I was taking a cute picture of Vincent. You're okay. Uh, as you become aware of your sense of self, you find yourself standing in total darkness with no indication of what is up or down. Hello? 
your voice echoes off of the dark walls <laughs> around you. Alone. 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 <laughs> um, Luna? Aww. And I'll probably start like, um, not quite freaking out, but like heavier breathing, and I'm just gonna start trying to walk forward. I'll say as you're walking forward, you it's it's that. Have you guys ever been in like absolute complete darkness? Oh yeah. Like, oh no. This is advanced darkness. Very much so. Okay, when I went. <laughs> So the this is darkness point, 3.0. The fucking haunted houses, they had one that was literally, most of the time, you're in pitch black darkness. Mm-hmm. You cannot see a You can't even see thing. the hand in front of your face. So, yes. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've been spelunking in, deep in the caves, and it was complete utter darkness. I'm like, yeah. turn off your helmets. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> they do that. That's my favorite when I go on a cave tour, and they're yeah. like, all right, we're going to turn off all the lights. Oh, my God. I get so lucky. Anywho, uh, so you're kind of moving forward, and um, you can't really tell if you're actually moving forward until you see the absolute dimmest, dimmest light in your, like, the direction you're moving in. I'm probably going to start running towards it. Running, okay. Uh, As you approach it, you realize that there's absolutely no sound. Spare the beating of your own heart in your ears, no footsteps, no breathing, and not even the sound of the tiny pieces of metal along your clothing clinking against one another. It is like you've lost all your senses and you're getting them kind of back one by one. Um, it's deafening, basically. Basically, um, when you do finally reach that light, you uh, you look across the landscape and see the darkened city of Tenebris, which is the fourth tier, the one that has no uh, access to Crystal Cortis. I'm sorry, the Borealis. Uh, black stones underneath your feet seem to darken further uh, due to low light of the barely visible Borealis and the low glow of the Prosperity Pillar, uh, because it is nighttime at this point um and you see these like ghastly individuals walking past you it's like their entire body seemed to be in a fog um one basically passes through you as if you don't exist is, is everything okay um where where am i what part of tenebris am i at they don't respond they just continue on their way some of them are carrying lanterns to illuminate the darkness as they head back into town for the evening has anyone seen my Luna? Anybody? Your pleas for help fall on deaf ears. Some of these people carry lanterns to illuminate. I already said that. Uh, I watched too many horror movies for this shit, Craig. As their lights fade towards town, it's like the light all around you is taken with them, and you find yourself in an inky black darkness again with no visible point of contact. It seems like the city disappears as well. So... Behind you, or perhaps in front of you, you hear the small, the sound of small feet shuffling in the dark. I immediately turn around. You want to turn around and look for it? Okay. Uh, go ahead and make an insight check for me real quick. Uh, you told me I was sorry. Dice I castle. Sorry. No, it's okay. That's what it dug out of it. Let's see this one. Insight? Yeah. Oh, well, it's not good, that's for sure. Because it's going to be like last session, fucking three now ones in a row. <laughs> it's not in that one, but it's only a four plus my bonus. Um, oh, which is a five, actually, so nine. Okay. Uh, you turn yourself in the direction of the sound and see a dim glow, uh, reading, uh, kind of a radiating light in the cold darkness you find yourself in. Uh, it almost seems to pulse as if it was beckoning you forward. 
I probably cautiously start walking towards it. Okay. Um, you approach again. No sound of footsteps, and not even the feeling of stone shifting underneath your feet. You you feel like you're kind of floating through the air. You're not feeling the weight of your own, mm-hmm. you know, physical form. Um, sorry. As you get closer, the glow takes the form of a man. And he is slightly hunched over against a round piece of wood and metal. And uh, as you come up closer, you notice that there's the um, kind of the form of a cave entrance uh, just on the other side of him. And, uh, you know, just kind of looking at him, it appears that he's just looking deep into the cave, just standing there looking into the mouth of the cave. Hello, do you need help? The man doesn't respond, but the more you stand here and you look at this cave, you can't help but feel like you recognize it from a very, very long time ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You try to speak and no words come out, only a whisper like a breeze from the upper tiers finding its way through the rocking, uh, the nooks and crannies of the stone. Um, still, absolute silence, except for a small whimper that is breaking it. Um, it seems like the whimpering is coming from deep inside the cave. Do I recognize the whimpering? Yeah, it sounds like a child. I'd say. I will try to find the source. Um, the child needs help. Okay, do you acknowledge the man as you walk past him? Is that your son? Your child? Sorry, I don't know the child's gender, so I'll say child instead. Okay. Uh, the road man turns to look at you, even though he's not really looking at you. He kind of faces in your general direction. Um, he would be looking at you if not for the fact that his eyes were completely wrapped in bandages. Um, oh. His expression is totally blank, but a small uh, smile creeps in the corner of his mouth, and he turns away and walks into the dark cave in he- uh, ahead of you, leaving the shield behind him resting against the mouth of the cave. Wait, so he's walking into the cave? Yes. Okay. And he leaves this shield of wood and metal. Does the shield have any sort of insignia or crest on it? It does. Um, I will get you a better description of it later. <laughs> okay. um, but it seems to kind of give off its own little bit of light. It gives off light? It gives off a little bit of light. Yeah. Can I pick it up? You do. <clears throat> and I would so like to also try to walk into the cave. Okay, so you pick it up and you can kind of feel like there's a weight to your body again. Like you suddenly feel like there's a more material sense of self there. You don't feel like you're... You know when you're like kind of dizzy in your head, kind of your whole yeah. body, your equilibrium is like all kind of wonky and foggy. So when I'm tipsy, yes, <laughs> like now it's slightly it, off, you, but not. You completely. feel like you, your body suddenly feels like you just woke up and you put your feet on the ground for the first time in the morning. Okay. Okay. Um, so also about to fall over. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I am so, not a morning person. <laughs> so uh, you follow. Yes. So Silas, you follow uh, and quickly lose track of the man in the cave. Um, just as quickly as you had discovered, and he is gone. Do you continue onward? Yes, I want to find the kid. Okay, so Do you I can... still hear the whimpering. Yes, it's getting louder as you go. Uh, so you continue onward, being pulled deeper into the sloped path until a small room opens up, and the whimpering continues to grow louder and louder until you find its source. 
Uh, there's a small boy in the darkness. He sits on the ground, wrapping his arms around himself. And you hear the quiet prayers of him saying, By the light of the god, uh, Orinko, give me warmth. By the uh, bounty of the goddess, Azarias, give me nourishment. By the mercy of the goddess, Escuro, grant me passage through the darkness. By the guidance of Lord Hev, give me, a, uh, get me through the vice, vast caverns. And by the protection of Cordis, don't let me die. And he just repeats this over and over again. I, I may not be as magnificent as the gods, but I can help you, and I would like to extend my hand out. So you approach him, but he seems to still make uh, take mo no mind to you, and doesn't seem to hear your voice over his own prayers, only broken by the soft sobbing of a scared child. Despite your own light, he is covered in complete darkness. I, can I try to put my hand and, like, kind of run it through his hair to give him a sense of safety? Interesting. Uh, yeah, so you, you put your hand on his head, and um, you... You kind of phase through it a little bit, but it you can see his hair does ruffle a little bit as if there's a breeze going through it. Um, and he looks up um, and just kind of looks through you. And um, he's still, he is still crying, but you do notice that there is a light, kind of like, um, like a sunrise, where it just slowly starts to illuminate his face, right? Um, and the illumination gets brighter and brighter, and a golden cloud of light approaches the boy from in the depths of the inky blackness um, and it envelops him in a warm glow. The crying stops and the boy stood and he begins to move but the form seems to split and as the boy starts walking away you see the shadow of another boy walking in the opposite direction. Oh you motherfucker. Uh, the two bodies and the two clouds walk opposite from a centralized point as if a reflection from a mirror Opposite of the boy with the golden cloud is a boy with a cloud of dark purple, nearly black light. It is at this point that you realize you are no longer in the room alone with this boy. Standing opposite of you is yourself. I don't like that. <laughs> uh, but it's not quite yourself. It's almost as if you're looking into a reflection, but instead of your features are obscured by shadow and there's a cold and malicious look about you. Uh, in your own hand, you hold a shield in his a metal spike. Oh, I don't like that. No. Your movements are mirrored, and as you approach the shadow, you awaken. You're back in your own room, Luna hovering slightly over the foot of the bed, still asleep. Just a dream. A dream. I would like to go get a glass of water. Okay. Um, Roll a D2. It's called a so, as you are going downstairs, um, Gary, uh, Gertie, you do hear the creaking of steps coming down the stairs again. I'm assuming you probably haven't fallen back asleep. No. Okay. And uh, I'm going to say that Luna stayed in bed. So it's just you. I figured. I wasn't going to wake Luna. So uh, you, you, you hear the crackling of the fire still kind of going, and uh, you're trying to go down the steps quietly, I'm sure, to not wake up anybody, but of course, it's an old house. It's going to creep right. under your feet. So you couldn't sleep too, huh? Bad dreams tonight. Yeah. Would too. you like some tea? 
That sounds lovely. Okay, I'll make him a cup of tea. All right. So, would you guys like to do anything else? Or are you just going to kind of I'm enjoy probably it? just going to mm-hmm. chill and settle in and drink some tea. Yeah. Okay. So, who's next? Shay! Hi. Hi. All right, Shay. I do not sleep. I know. Shay, the last thing you recall is finding a comfortable position to rest and meditate for a while before your body seems to fall weightlessly in midair. In your mind, you hear the voice of Aloran during one of his many sermons as you sat through amongst the uh, raptors of, sanct- of the Sanctum of Cristo Cordis. Uh, in your mind, you see the glow of the altar space and the radiance of the stained glass windows catching Crystal Cordis's glow as the colors dance along the walls and the floors. Do my meditative states usually look like this? Mm-mm. This sounds like sleep, but with extra steps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening, I'm sorry, I'm just curious. You're okay. I would say, in your meditative, you might, like, kind of, sort of visualize, but it's more like your imagination. You're actually getting kind of a clear picture going on here. So this is a very deep meditation. Maybe something beyond meditation that's not quite sleep. I don't know yet. We shall see, shall we? Rick's like, I don't like the fact you can't sleep, so you're going the fuck to sleep. <laughs> go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. <laughs> you did get the shit, like, you've been beaten on pretty heavy. I did not get damaged, like, at all in that fight. Okay, but you... Shut up. <laughs> You're damaged emotionally, okay? That's fair. Um, so, you feel a I'm sense... I'm giving you a hard time. I'm okay. You feel a sense of peace, and considering the day you just had with your party, the embrace of your home above the re- uh, reverent masses feels very welcoming. Uh, the whispers of silent prayer stop as Aloran, uh down below begins to speak. And he uh, he kind of looks up and just all around the room momentarily goes... Welcome, brothers and sisters, to, uh, and in the embrace of our heart, I wish you good tidings. And he offers a ge- the a gesture across his chest and like... The one that, yeah, that we haven't really established mm-hmm. yet. Yeah, we'll, we'll get that. Please join me as we bring light into our own hearts and share it with our neighbors, whether they reside beside you or... And he's going to kind of look up at you. This man's... <laughs> <laughs> With the final line, he does look up to you and uh, in your kind of general area and just smiles. Mm-hmm. He removes the hood, uh, his hood, and bows to the altar behind him before turning back. I want to tell you a story today, one you already know, but I feel is very important. And well, we are always finding new members amongst our numbers and welcoming to those who have joined us today. This is the story of Crystal Cortis. Many of you know it, many of you don't. Long ago, we lived in the darkness, spare Apechem and Lacus, who could see the light of the above world. One day, a man by the name of Rathla ventured into the realm of the gods beyond the great sea and begged the goddess Tetris Ketuna to bring a sunlight down here in Solum. Now, I can see the unease in many of you, Tatris is known as the Dark One, but I I have been reflecting on this story for a while. See, see, I I believe we might be wrong about, and as he starts to get into the sermon, you you see that he's being interrupted. 
by an, another member of the religious, you know, is this hierarchy. something that has happened? This before? is this you recognize this kind of as a memory. Okay. So you you're familiar with this this. Story. I wouldn't say it's all that uncommon for me to replay past memories in my head and like evaluate them for. Mm-hmm. Like basically how to do better next time. So, Alorn is interrupted by another religious leader and pulled aside while another takes his place. The boisterous man continues, Rathla ventured to the dark goddess and asked for sunlight, and she made him a deal. He would need to beat her in a game of chance, and if she and if he won, she would give him, uh, give him the sun. But if he lost, she would take the very sun out of the sky. Actually, this does all seem familiar to you. You've heard this sermon before. Um, you prefer Aloran's version, obviously, because he believes in the best in everybody. Mm -hmm. um, as you are sitting here recalling and listening, just recalling this whole event, a very weird chill fills the air near you, and the presence of somebody sitting next to you is felt. Okay. I would like to look. You look, and there's a hooded woman there. And she just kind of sits there silently, and you hear her kind of scoff at some of the things that are said, but doesn't really mention anything at all. As in, like, in Gertie's house, or in... In this memory. after. In this memory, but you don't remember there actually being a woman in Nobody's that. Nobody's ever been in my rafters before. Mm-hmm. I don't even think a Lauren's been in my rafters before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sit well with me. The sermon continues, and the woman makes a comment. She goes, You know, it's very easy to lose when you begin to soar so high. It's easy to fall when you are at your peak. But they wouldn't understand, would they? The sermon continues, and the priest finishes with, Cheating poor Rathla out of his wind, she turned him to stone and tried to steal the sun out of spites. The sun god Orenko resisted her cruel actions and gave Solom his physical heart, which you see here beyond these walls. It is connected to the heavens through the great Borealis along our ceilings. Now please, as he has given his heart, we shall give ours. And you'll see all the congregations stand up and offer the sigil to Crystal Cordis as if they were offering their heart to this. Um, they Why all... am I just now realizing that the crystal is the literal heart of the sun god, which makes it even more interesting that Shay worships it because she's a drow? Is it thought? actually the heart of a sun god, or is that just what the church wants According to According to the dogma, it is. Yeah. In which that's what I believe. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, you'll see them all kind of take their own sigils, pendants, charms, and raise them up in accordance with the Crystal Cordis. Uh, various char shards from the Borealis, uh, and they all glow in sync with each other, like yours had with the uh, Sapphire the other day. Mm -hmm. uh, you go to raise yours, and nothing happens. It doesn't glow, it doesn't pulse. Has it always... Has it... Um, have I had this issue before? No. 
You don't even remember this, this not happening in the I was going to say, did this happen in the memory? No. The woman chuckles. Well, well, well. Perhaps you aren't deserving of Arinko's love. You really aren't much of a woman of faith anymore, are you? Now, your image around you begins to shape, uh, to shift, and you see... That doesn't sting that bad, because I never believed I had a Rinko's love. Mm. <clears throat> Catholic guilt and all that, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, the image shifts, and you are, you're still sitting in the way that you were before next to this woman, but you see a young drow woman standing over the body of a merchant. Mm, not like that! And the woman says... When they said to bring the hearts of the others to the church, I don't think this is what they meant. Oh. <laughs> Who are you? She kind of waves her hands, and the image shifts again as she walk, uh, and she watches uh, as you, as the Glotherin, you start seeing this shadowy figure come out and start beating submission out of uh, just low-life thugs and whatnot. Yeah. The Glotherin, huh? Not a name you'd expect out of a member of the Sanctum. You would have fit in just fine amongst the dark realm. <laughs> the image shifts again. This time, you see yourself poisoning Clearburn. Yeah. Some healer you are. That elvish man would be so, so disappointed in you. And I'm not a healer. I'm a surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the operating table. <laughs> you know, you know. Um, this time, however, it was not the same voice out of this hooded figure as you heard before, but your own. Your image shifts back and you start seeing yourself inside the church again. Uh, you see yourself slipping back into the rafters after being out all night and discovering a small trinket box on top of your makeshift bed. What? You see your other self open it up, and inside of it is the small pendant that you used to carry around of the Shard of Crystal Cordis. This isn't a memory, because I don't have that pendant anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, it glows warmly in your hands in the present. So I'm having like an out-of-body experience? Yeah, right now. This, yeah. Um, okay. yeah All right, this, astral this... projection, what up? You're welcome. Um... And the woman, again, in your voice says, A gift from... What was his name? Aloran? Ah, I Keep his name out of your mouth, witch. I see, I see. No wonder you care so much about how he sees you. <sighs> well. And you're, she's just going to pan over really quickly and just kind of stand before you. And what you're going to see is this, this tall woman with just black, like, inky black hair, like the d depths of Tenebris. Her eyes are like hammered bronze. And you, uh, go ahead and make a quick religion check for me real quick. Okay. I mean, yeah. Is her hair just black? Uh, I do believe I made it just, like, black, black, black. Just curious. What's well, a 17? I'm sure it might get plus. You said religion check? Mm -hmm. well, actually, no plus, so just a straight 17. Okay. Uh, based on your time in the uh, the rafters here, Ooh. and you, I imagine, are pretty well-versed in going out and like reading about the faith and whatnot, 
recognize the um, depiction of Tatris Ketuna standing before you. <sighs> At least now he has your little trinket back. You are wise to turn your back on your faith. And she's gonna brush her hair out of her face and kind of give you this cold smile. It was never for me. Uh, well, that's okay. You seem to turn your back on everything else after all. Ooh. How long until you turn on your little friends? That one does hurt. <laughs> she fades in front of you and you can feel the rafters kind of collapse beneath your feet. And uh, you're going to fall to the floor. And uh, when, you, uh, when you look around yourself again, you notice that your party is standing around you all with blank expressions. You make eye contact with the Lauren, and you see the pain in his eyes, and he turns away as your party draws their weapons and starts walking towards you, reflecting the fear in their eyes, the type of fear you've seen in all your victims as the Gwathrin. Damn. You suddenly snap from your trance. Light has been coming through the window at this point a little bit, so we're, we've gotten a little bit later on into the night here. But you are back inside of Gertie's house. And you can't help but feel your entire body shaking. Turts mm -hmm. for Anything you want to add to that? No. She's too edgy to come join us by the fire. As you finally bring yourself down, and you calm down a little bit more, you notice something in your hand. It's a small stone statue. It's a piece of a board game that you once played long ago in Lacus. What is the game? What is the game? <laughs> is it chess piece? Arson. Oh, <laughs> you oh. son of a bitch! <laughs> okay. All right, Arson. As you begun to be gone, as you begun to be gone. <laughs> As you begin to become aware of yourself, you find yourself seated at a very large table, surrounded by faces that you don't think you recognize. Most of them are elvish in appearance, and within seconds you get the sense of very rich, delicate, like delicacies and whatnot that are spread out all over the table in front of you. Oh. Sweet wine kisses your lips as you raise a chalice in merriment. Half of me is, I guess, enjoying it, but the other half of me is like, it's been a while, what the hell, fresh hell is this? Do you continue to drink? I would... It's almost as if you just kind of like zoned out for a second, and you're like, oh yeah, I'm at a party. Oh. Yeah, I'll, I'll drink the wine how is it oh delicious far better than anything you've had in a very long time a lauren not a lauren ha! Yeah, uh, no. you're not a lauren no arson arson thank you so much i'm sorry a lot of names i get it um so you're enjoying your drink uh the wafting of smelling of just very delicious savory food is all around you know grungy nasty like okay musty okay. foods I'm sorry, but my mind 
was just like, man, what if this super religious guy found out that God forgot his name? (laughs) (laughs) So, do you divulge into the delicacies before you? I guess before I do that, I'm going to look at my hands and look at my attire. Ooh. Thank you, Tyler. Um... So looking down, you see a very clean tunic with beautiful filigree stitching. It's kind of like gold thread woven through your white fabric. It's a very old Elvis style that really isn't common practice anymore, but it's been utilized more in churches than anything else. But it's clean. Do I recognize this outfit? Have I worn this outfit before? Very long time ago when you were probably in your early teens. Okay, I'm going to be a little concerned about that, but you know, it's a dream. But the mm-hmm. Dream stuff happens like this, so. Um, oh, this oh, uh, it's not that important. I was curious. Um, I think he's in his early 30s at this point. I mean, almost all my characters are around my age anyway, so mm-hmm. <laughs> it just makes life easier for me. So, as you're admiring. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, so um, I'm going to stop a little bit, but uh, I'll tuck into what I'm eating. What am I eating? Um, it's a beautiful roast. Like, it's it's some kind of avian creature or whatever. Something you would never find in the lower tier. This is definitely top of the top. That's a delicacy. Mm-hmm. Um, or quail. Mm-hmm. So you're sitting there enjoying yourself. It's, it's just puffing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, you're approached by a younger woman. Uh, her features are more human than elvish, and her dark hair and light-colored eyes shine against the candlelight. She goes, Alivor, darling, are you enjoying yourself? Excuse me. Do I know this woman? Arson. This is your mother. No! No! <laughs> Emotional <No>! damage! <laughs> You monster! <laughs> oh, you vicious demon! Oh! Your true Mommy, name. Sorry. Mommy, sorry. Mommy, no. sorry. No! The name that you have given away because you do not feel you belong is Alivor Lupus. It's an elvish name. Oh my god. <laughs> Sweetie, are you okay? Fine, fine. I, I, I guess I'm. Must be the wine. I think I'm drinking a little too fast. Oh, probably. Your father doesn't really have a good stomach for wine either. I was hoping you might have my genetics in that regard, but that's quite all right, I suppose. Quite. Wonderful. The quail is cooked excellently. Um, Speaking of your father, um, obviously I don't want to tell you how to live your life because I believe that you should be able to be the man that you want to be when you grow up. But he's having some issues with some of the... um, Well... What? You know your father has a place here. And, well, 
he has to keep a reputation as well. So, just go easy on him today, please. For me. Only if he's willing to be easy. Um, what's your passive perception there, Tyler? Passive perception? Oh my <clears throat> god. Um, one second. That is a 12. Uh, I'll say that looking beyond your mother, you do see, um, just out of sight, uh, your father, who is looking at you from across the room, and there is just a disdain in his eyes towards you. It's a look that you're all too familiar with. There was never a way that you could be enough for this man. Papa. Papa. Uh, he is of high elf genealogy and your mother is a human making you obviously half and amongst his people you are considered less than and that's always been an embarrassing thing for him I found it such an embarrassment I should have never married her but that's neither here nor there who said they were married who said they were married oh you bitch you're a bastard (laughs) (laughs) You mean nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as you're having this chat with mom, dear old mom, uh, the room grows dark and everyone in the room starts stops talking all simultaneously. Like it's like someone hit a light or a um uh, a volume switch, completely muted the room. And the doors on the opposite end completely open. Uh, winds untainted by the stagnant underground air just blows in, beckoning everybody out, and they all just kind of move out of the room without saying another word leaving you at this table. Just me alone? Mm-hmm. Even mom went. Okay. Maybe this is the part where the dream gets really bad? Maybe. This is a lot. <laughs> so, oh, Tyler, I'm not even halfway through yours yet. Oh, no! <laughs> okay. So I am alone. You are alone. With this giant, not a giant, it's a large door that is open and just fresh air is like pulling. It's kind of like you pulled a, um, pulling a plug on like a, a canister. And it's like everybody being sucked out. Through. I mean, they walked out uh, of their own volition, but it, it does feel like it's kind of like trying to pull you out. Okay, I guess I'll get up and walk through the door. You are immediately blinded by a bright light, a light that gives intense warmth despite the cool air, the sun. Oh! You begin to recognize the white stone buildings with the emerald green roofs. You are an apachem. Oh! Some place you haven't been in a very long time. Oh! Everyone has stopped in their tracks and are staring uh, across, uh, across the great wall of stone that encapsulates the tear. And uh, you follow the gaze and see the massive doors of the gates of Aura, which are these—it's a mad, its this magnificent gate of ornate metals and golds and whatnot. It is supposed to be the gateway into the heavens. Oh! The sun has fallen behind its peak, bringing a deep darkness with it as uh, the world around you begins to fade. Spare the gates that loom along the edge of the natural stone bowl. And a sudden weight in your hand takes your attention. What the fuck's in my hand? You want to look? 
Okay. Hopefully. Your hand is gone! No. Um, it's the sapphire. Oh. Energy okay. seems to hum off of it, and strands of color, like the Great Lacus River, mark your forearm, and the energy flows into your veins. Kind of like the first time you picked it up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you, uh, your body kind of seems to move on its own, and you take the, the sapphire in your hand and start holding it up towards the gate itself, like such. And as you move it, you can kind of see the stone behind the gate kind of match in tandem with the blue of the sapphire. Oh. But as you move it, there's a shadow or an aura on the edge of the sapphire, like kind of like an after image. And as you move it back and forth, um, this image kind of shifts. Instead of a dark blue, it shifts from red to orange to purple and then back to blue. Oh. And it continues to go back and forth. Um, the four colors moving in tandem with each other, uh, spreading into the stone, shifting it from sapphire, topaz, ruby, and amethyst. Oh. I was just like, oh. <laughs> Interesting. Um, do I, do I know why this is happening? Is this something ritualistic? Is this something we've all done, or is this... You um, you suddenly notice that, as looking around, nobody else is in this void with you. Think very much so Kingdom Hearts soar in front of the gateway to Kingdom Hearts, where it's just blackness all around him, and it's just him in the door. Oh. Mm -hmm. Realm of Light, not Kingdom Hearts. You know what I mean? I get you, yeah. Uh, you're going to suddenly feel your body lurch forward, flying th uh, towards a stone wall that is the Gate of Aura. Um, the speed picks up faster and faster and faster, and you are confident you're about to go splat. There's no way of knowing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just as you approach the door, your body phases through it, and it is thrown into a deep fog. Um, you can uh, feel your body just soaring faster and faster through this fog. It seems like the sapphire is just dragging you behind it. Um, and what? <laughs> huh? Sierra just sent me something. It's her phone. Okay. Uh, you feel your body soaring faster and faster. The wind whistling. I didn't think I was going to be that bad. I'm sorry. Oh, I have to do that thing where I stepped away for a second. Please stop interrupting the very cool scene. You feel your body soaring faster and faster, the wind whistling through your ears, and suddenly you just stop, and it feels like all your guts just kind of, like, stop simultaneously, too. The clouds haven't dispersed, but two icy blue eyes open in a thick fog, that, and the sound of stone-shifting pieces uh, uh, pierces echo... Sorry. The sound of stone-shifting pierces uh, against the silence as the eyes tower way over you. Like, you're, you're a tall dude, but this guy's probably two or three times your height. Do I recognize the eyes? You don't. Oh, fuck. Uh, a voice as if a whisper. A new day has begun. And you awaken. Covered in sweat and the pulsating sapphire glowing in your palm. Do you remember putting that in your hand before going to sleep? No. I don't think I even had it. Oh, you did. You stole it during the battle with Ethan Stonefist. 
Oh yeah. Oh fuck. Tyler, arson. Yeah. Uh, let me give you your third name here. Avalor. It's Alivor. Oh. You have become attuned to the Aura Sapphire. We're going to mark you at level two now. You may do Shape Water and Ice Knife once per day. Oh. Plus three wisdom. So, you have awoken. You are sweaty and gross and nasty and kind of pulsating right now. Uh Oh, my God. Um... I guess my first reaction would be to, like, try to throw the the stone away from me, but at the same time, I'm like, no, no, I want this. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm just going to, like, defiantly put it on my nightstand mm-hmm. and just let it go and let it sit there. Wait, does the nightstand have a drawer? Gertie, would your nightstands have drawers? Yes. I will put it in the drawer. I will put it in the drawer. No. I will <laughs> not just put it in the drawer. I will find... Is there a spare sheet of cloth I can wrap this up with? Um, I'm going to say you can find something in your, your rucksack. Alright, I just take a spare cl- piece of cloth, like an old napkin or something, tie up the stone, and then put it in the nightstand drawer, close the nightstand drawer, and... My room has a window, doesn't it? It does. All right, I'll look out the window a bit. What's what? What does it look? Um, it's very early, very, very, very early in the morning. Um, I would say it's probably like four or five in the morning here, so things are just gonna start. Ah, uh, so the nights where I wake up for no fucking reason at four a.m. and can't go back to sleep. It's that. It's that weird, like right before dawn. And it's always a weekend when I can fucking sleep in. Yeah. So. Christ, I don't know what to do. I'm having a fucking Freudian crisis over here. Um, Curdy, do you think you ever went back to sleep? You want to have sex no. with your mother? What? No! That, that, that's an Oedipus complex! I'm talking... Well, it's Freudian, too. I mean, okay, Freud wrote about the Oedipus complex, but I'm not specifically talking about the Oedipus complex. I'm just saying I'm dealing with some Freudian dream yeah, shit Freud here. Yeah, Freud wrote that voice... Inherently want to have sex with their mothers. You know what? Fuck Freud. You're the one who said Freud. Okay. I... Well, you and her mother well, was involved. Well, to go there. <laughs> I'm just connecting dots here. Okay, Gertie, do you think you ever went back to sleep? No. Silas? No, I'm just drinking tea. All night? I mean... I'll say you probably got up around 2 or 3 in the morning. I'm... You always rule that you just fell asleep on the couch across from Grady. Maybe for a bit, but I don't know. I'd be pretty shooketh. What about you, Shay? Are you going to go back into your trance? Are you going to be like, I'm the vengeance all night long? I want to mess with this piece of my hand. Okay. That was definitely not there. I would like to observe it. What does it look like? A pawn. Okay, what's it made out of? It is made of stone. What kind of stone? You set yourself up for this. I know. I'm <clears throat> I do like that, yeah. It is made of, I like, it a very dark the, yeah. black stone. Black glistening. Uh-huh. Like a shadow. I definitely think I said before it was made of, like, wood or stone. But we're going to say it's stone. I have ruled it! It is such! No, it is stone. Dope. Yeah. Little... Any other distinguishing markings on it? Um... 
I wouldn't say no. It just... It looks like a pawn, but it's a very old, old... Like, it, it's definitely been handled for a long time. I thought there was going to be, like, a note on the bottom or something like that. It's just a middle finger. <laughs> like... <laughs> You calling me a pawn, bitch? Does it have, like, <coughs> any energy to it? I would say you could test it against your your um, pendant, but you get rid of that. Mm-hmm. Um, despite it staying in your hand, it remains very icy cold. Like, normally stones, if you hold them on to it, your body mm-hmm. heat's going to kind of warm it up a little bit. It, it feels like you're holding a little piece of ice. Mm. Okay. Um. Oh, I don't know if she would want to carry it or not. What happens if I try to set it down and walk away from it? It stays there. Okay. We would do this. She's going to turn around and mark it. The Forever Cold Stone! <laughs> no, I just don't know if... Like... Because I definitely... Do not like the fact that this thing was in my head and now there's a thing in my hand. And I wouldn't want to invite that back. That's fair. But also, if I don't take it, I could piss it off. And make it worse. <laughs> and that's why I was wondering if it was gonna like riptide or anything. Mm. Also, I uh, Shay does not necessarily know about like the metaphysical properties of obsidian, and they may be different in this world than in our world. So I'm like not focused on that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just odd. I don't know if she would hold on to it or not. Do I feel, like, a pull to hold on to it? There's curiosity there. It's, uh... Well, I mean, yeah, that's a given, but, like... Well... Curiosity killed the Your... And I'll, I'll let you determine how you want to handle this. Your whole vision, uh... Was a reflection of a memory you used had... Or that you at one point had that was... Corrupted in a way, if you will. Mm-hmm. By the one who's considered the goddess of mm-hmm. I mean we all had memories that were basically shifted that's true that's true but something's fucking with us I, I don't know that and also no, I none that. of yours necessarily had a goddess in them so. not a goddess no but they were all like memories that were twisted are you sure Silas shut the fuck up Greg <laughs> oh no don't no no Bad DM. <laughs> Put the gun down, Nick. It's not worth it. A Nerf oh, gun, have, by the way. I don't actually. I did not actually point a gun at Greg. It's a Nerf gun. I, I had a lot of fun researching for years, actually. Don't worry, it'll come back. You're dark linking me. Not necessarily. I mean, the dream totally felt like a dark link. Scenario. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But no, I I know kind of. It was it was that. more. Playing on the fact that you're Are you supposed so good to be... because you feel so guilty about something? Is that what it is? Is there is there a darkness in that glowing light of yours? I don't want to talk about it. Okay. I don't know. Interesting. I guess I'll find out and cry about it later. Yeah, it's fine. Know. I mean, especially since you effectively murdered all those people. 
in my pack, but I will not physically hold on to it. Okay, please make sure you have a note of that in your uh, your items. So that you don't forget it. And buy Also, I can feel the cold of the piece through my gloves. Okay. Ooh, that is... That's fine. Totally not me forgetting you had gloves, but... Okay. <laughs> Anyways, Arson. Um, I will get up out of bed, wipe the sweat off of my face, and I would like to look through my little disguise kit. Okay. And um, like to put on a really large, kind of square Victorian mustache. Uh, apply. No, do a dolly stash. No, I. Dolly not. stash. Dolly stash. Another time, maybe, when I'm feeling like it. Loser. Jesus. <laughs> <Fuck you. laughs> <laughs> I said um, I was going to be humble with it. Put on like a really long brown. I never turn um, the music on. That's Sorry, okay. please continue. Brown wig. Um, make sure it's set, and try to look for a costume that is um, just like a simple blue worker suit. Well, um, go ahead and make an investigation check for me. Hey, there's some Sixteen. Okay. Uh, you're looking around and you find um, some clothes. They're they're kind of musty, like they haven't been worn in a very long time. I don't care. Do they fit? Uh, they're a little baggy, but you know it's fine. Those should work. Okay. So, so you've got this uh this kind of cream colored uh tunic, uh, some suspenders, and like black slack, like grayish. Dirty gray slacks. All right. How about boots? Boots. Uh, you find some boots. Yeah, that's not all right. All right. Get the boots. I guess I will take a take a small amount of my gold, put it in my pocket, and um, start heading downstairs and head my way through to the door. Okay. Um, Gertie, can you give me a uh, perception check real quick? <laughs> yeah, I had a feeling. Silas, you may also make one. Or actually, you know what, Gertie, go ahead and make it at uh, advantage. Okay. What do you got there? A smoothie. <laughs> 19. 19. Um, hold on a second. Is that your dead husband again? Why does he look so scrawny? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Arson went looking for a disguise, and he found some clothes. Male clothes. He's, He's in Gary's clothes. He's in Gary's clothes. <laughs> and I'm shit all like, Whoa! Yeah, you just see your dead husband coming down the stairs. Oh my god. Why me? Why me? She's gonna like rub her eyes. And it like does she rec- realize that it's arson in Gary's clothing or is it like see far enough away that she's really fucking I mean, confused? Um, I pray to God that my design choices did not make me look like the 
previously alive Gary. Please, dear God. The one formerly known as Alive Gary. <laughs> the rogue formerly known as Gary. Um, you're you're definitely shooketh, and I'm gonna chalk up the uh, the nightmare to to that as well. Um, but he is a little scrawny to be your late husband, and also has brown hair, and your husband had black hair. Okay, thank God. What? What? What are you doing? <laughs> As far as you know, madam, my name is Clark Nish. I am going out for a drink. Good night. Are you serious <laughs> right now? It's morning. And he was going out for a drink. But he said good night. <laughs> <laughs> must have already been drinking. <laughs> and he's like in Gertie's house and is just like, I'm going to leave now in this weird voice and this weird outfit. I'm like, okay, bro. <laughs> Probably don't <know> <coughs> Stroke. <laughs> so, like you just walked out the front door? Yes, I just walked out the front door. I said, my name is Clark Mensch. I'm going out for a drink. Good night. Are we still asleep? Neither one of us are asleep, I don't think. I'm, no, I'm no, not... the, my character is asking your character, are oh, we still asleep? Sorry. No, you're okay. <laughs> I'm fairly certain that I am not sleeping, but I don't know what that was. Should we follow him? I don't need to. Perhaps he's in trouble. Maybe we should. Did Luna come join us? Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank God. Uh, should we get Shay? Maybe? I'm deeply disturbed by what I just saw. <laughs> and also... Shay! Was going through the closet? Arson's on the fritz again! <laughs> <laughs> Do you know where she went? No, no, I don't actually. But knowing her, it's impossible to ever tell. She I just melts it. behind them. <laughs> Make a stealth check, please. Surprise, <laughs> motherfucker! Um, well, let's. Meanwhile, with all the yelling, you're gonna hear the creaking of um, Gerald's bed and the. Solid footsteps up in, like, place you on the ground, like. If I could see my stone step, that would be great. <clears throat> I mean, I'm sure you'd get, like, an eight at least to sell. We're only, like, level four, dude. <clears throat> that didn't matter for fucking Ballas. He had, like, a nine in stealth and, like, three other things. It was ridiculous. Intended, but phrasing. Mom, <laughs> it is a plus eight, so I got an eighteen. <laughs> I, I fucking called it. She's like, "Oh, I'm only level four, bitch." I know. So Shay seems to just kind of like materialize out of the the corner of the room and uh, pops up behind you guys. Holy shit! Oh my god! Do you say holy shit canonically? Is that uh, no, thing? I'll probably say holy and then <laughs> stop myself there. One of these days you're gonna give me a heart attack. I am too old. And I'm too young. 
having a stroke or something. We should go get him. He's dressed in my late husband's clothes, just gallivanting around and town he say as somebody is? else. Clark Why Mensch. Why is he wearing that? He said his last name I is I don't Mensch. know. He didn't answer my question when I asked Superman. him. I don't like that. Me either. He's going to walk over and put on his boots. He's like, let's go get Dad's clothes back. We're just going to strip Arson <laughs> naked in the middle of town. <laughs> Beat him with your cane. <laughs> why, why am I watching Arson in the middle of the street? No. <laughs> oh so half asleep uh, and I still in that. his like kind of like night clothing. Uh, Gerald like throws the door open and starts like walking down the path to go after Arson. <clears throat> we should go. Yeah. Gertie's probably already following him out the door. <laughs> like, oh shit. <laughs> Not even a bite of breakfast. <laughs> Is Luna just waiting for bread? Yes. <laughs> Luna's just like she. She probably like sees me starting to walk away. Looks towards the kitchen. Looks back at me. Looks towards the Made kitchen that. again. Yeah. <laughs> And then sadly trots along oh, with us. Oh. No, wait, is there bread sitting on the counter? I don't know. Gertie, were you the type to keep food sitting out? Yes, but since she hasn't been home, probably not. So no, I'm going to say no. Damn it. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm sure that Gerald just eats, like, really bare minimum stuff. Mm-hmm. Or he has his girlfriend for food. <laughs> Okay. We're okay. off. Is Shay following? I will follow mainly because A, I had a weird dream, and B, I remember that Arson stole the sapphire, and I'm like, perhaps <laughs> this is the source of his delusions. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, you step outside, Arson will start with you. Um, so you're you're kind of going out into town or whatever. It's um, Nothing's really open yet. Um, it's still pretty dimly lit out there. You only have like. Where's the nearest inn? That has a tavern. Uh, probably about a 15, 20 minute walk inwards towards like Prosperity Pillar in that area. Alright, it's. As not... you get closer to Prosperity Pillar, that's where a lot of your more like um, hospitality locations are going to be at. Alright. And none of them are open at the moment? I mean, that you have seen so far. Alright. Uh, I'll either look for the nearest open one, and if there isn't a nearest open one, I will look for the nearest one, and I will break into it. Good lord. Okay. Um, <laughs> it is five in the morning. Oh, yeah. Five o'clock somewhere. Can you make, a... <laughs> <laughs> um, can you make a an investigation check for me, please? Somewhere. Oh, my God. That's, what's even worse is that my, my mother listens to that kind of stuff. Country music? Well, here and there, but mostly just... It's what's called a yacht music now. Yacht music? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a yacht. Oh, wow. Uh, what was the investigation? That's that's raw making investigation? Yes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> unnatural 22. Of course. Uh, yeah, you, um, you come up to a, a, a tavern. We're going to call it the... Um, The squeaky leak, squeaky like leak? L E E K, not L E A K. Oh, okay. So um, squeaky vegetables, not squeaky plumbing. Correct. <laughs> Good. Um, so and you you hear um, some music. It's kind of chill. It's it's almost somber, but not quite somber. And uh, you got people who are kind of like um, as you walk in, you see that some of them are like passed out on their tables and whatnot. The bartender is trying to 
finish cleaning up after the night rush and whatnot, and you're gonna open the bell's gonna ring, and he's gonna be like, Oi, good morning. Morning, or night, whatever the case may be. I am thirsty. I'm going to sit down at the uh, table. What do you have on the top? Uh, well, <clears throat> tap's a little dry, but we could probably get, a, get you a glass of the, uh, what do they call it? The private reserve. What? Private reserve? For sure, private Sounds reserve. fancy and expensive and something totally, arson totally would try to steal. It's a, it's a fermented, uh, of the, uh. Those those mushrooms, the blue ones. Oh, if it were to get me drunk, that's the only thing I care about. Sure. Okay. And he's gonna... Yeah, it's gonna come out this really thick, almost like blue-like liquid or whatever. He's gonna hand it over. He's like... Well, when they said it was going to be Labatt Blue, I didn't realize it was going to be blue. Sorry. We are not sponsored! Unlike... I fucking <laughs> love Labatt. Please. <laughs> no. Just no. Alright, that'll be, uh... That'll be... Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I'll give him two gold. That's more than I need, but... Okay. Cool, consider it a tip. By all means, he's gonna pocket it. Anything else? Uh, if I need anything else, just refill the glass. Sure. Danke schön. He's gonna go off and start cleaning. Well, you're enjoying the drink. Uh, the rest of you guys, you enter and you uh, step out, and um, Silas and Shay. Uh, Shay, it's a little harder for you because obviously you wear a mask and whatnot. But the air is very crisp. Um, it's a little cool crispy. in here. It is crispy. Um, but you know that like kind of like damp morning dew yeah. air but like on a farm where it's kind of also kind of like earthy and whatnot. Yeah. It just, it tastes very fresh and it, it's, it's very refreshing in your lungs and whatnot. And you know, you're, it's um, still pretty early in the morning. So the glow of Crystal Cordis, I'm sorry, of the, the Borealis is still pretty minimal, but you can see it's starting to lighten up a little bit more. And the um, Prosperity Pillar Magic Circle is in tandem about the same brightness acting as your, Unofficial son of this tier. So, um, any idea where this fucker went? <laughs> Can I get a track him? Hmm? Can I try to track, track him? Yes, you may. That's a nature check, yeah? Yeah. Yes. Um, it's I believe usually, usually a survival, survival check. Survival, yeah. survival, then go ahead. Uh, so it's a 16. Um, there's a lot of footprints in there, but, uh, you can see, since it's a little damp in the air, uh, as it always is, um, there hasn't been a whole lot of foot traffic, so you can see where there's, like, fresh boot marks or whatever moving into town. Um, you're not quite sure if it's exactly Arsons or if it could be, uh, Gerald's, who has stormed ahead of you guys, kind of in a huff, but, uh, the, there's two rounds of tracks there, so you're definitely going in the right direction. And you head towards Prosperity Pillar. Hi, yeah, Gertie. Um, will Gerald kill him for taking his ass clothes? No, Gerald's not a killer. He might. I don't know. <laughs> Physically <his> name. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna Batman him. Shake him around a little bit, but he'll wish he was dead. I'm sure it'll be fine. 
<laughs> oh. Okay. Um. He wouldn't want to get blood on his dad's clothes. Shay, uh, any luck? I'm just following the footsteps, like tracking them on that. All right. Um, I'm assuming she has the trail. So you follow Shay, who's following the footprints. That may or may not be also from Gerald. Okay, backing back to or jumping back to Arson. Arson, what's going on in the pub or the um, town here? I want to know if I've made it through three beers or not by oh now. Oh my god! You're about halfway through your second one right now. Okay, I will be enjoying my second beer. Bartender walks up and he's like, Are you okay, buddy? It's a little bit early for this, don't you think? It's never too early for a good goddamn drink. I mean, wouldn't you say so? I would like to say that you... I mean, you just go to bed one night and you figure that the world is going to be right and that you're on the right track, but of course you're not on the fucking right track. You've never been on the right track ever since you were fucking born. That's the thing. And the worst thing is... That your goddamn fucking mind... Give me a second. Goddamn fucking mind keeps reminding you... Thank you. Can't can't even let you alone about the fact that you were born a fucking bastard. Right. Right! Absolutely. I mean... Criminy, I think it's probably not a common problem. But at the end of the fucking day... You know, I just... I really needed this drink, you know? You ever reach a point in your life where you just really need a drink? Not just because shit's going down, but just because you can't keep your own shit down. Have you tried beet juice? I beg your sanctimonious pardon? Well, if you, you can't keep shit down. I don't mean physical <laughs> fucking shit. God. I mean... Nick. I mean... Oh, my God. This I mean the mental anguish of life. You know what I mean? Just the normal day-to-day bullshit that you deal with and you can't keep it down. So you need to drink yourself pissed until you can fucking function. If you can even call that functioning. Christ, my father was right. I'd end up as a fucking drunk. Here's another gold piece, just for the fucking hell of it. And keep the drinks going until that thing runs dry, or else I get fucking pissed. What is happening right now? I don't know. Arson unhinged. <laughs> Where? Uh, forgive me for asking. It's kind of rude, but what? What? What are you exactly? Oof. I'm a fucking worker who wants a fucking no, drink. No, 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 dude. What? What's the word? Lineage? No. You can't just I think that is a fucking lineage. personal question, mate. Look, you said bastard. There's a lot of have-elves down here. A lot of them are bastards, let's be honest. I'll give you another three gold if you leave if you drop the subject. Deal. I'll give him the three gold. Cool. He's gonna hand you a second glass, so you have two going at a time, then he's gonna leave you alone. Back outside! You're coming up on the uh, the tavern here, the uh, leak or the uh, what I call it, squeaky leak, the squeaky leak, leak. And, spelled uh, like the vegetable, not like the plumbing issue. You uh, you stop outside the squeaky leak, and um, you see Gerald just kind of sitting there. He's just kind of staring at the door, kind of hyping himself up before going inside, and he's just going. <sighs> <laughs> not gonna kill him. 
himself up. You can kind of just see him having that moment of like, am I gonna oh, do this? Oh, this bartender's gonna have a hell of a fucking start of the day. Mm-hmm. Unless he's about to get off. Maybe. Because, like, if he was the guy... So Gerald's off. trying to hype himself up? Gerald's trying to hype himself up. Gerald's not a very violent person, as Gertie mm-hmm. said. And now he has to go defend, essentially defend his father's honor here. Not quite a pacifist, but you know, you know, you always that 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 trope of like the really big tough guy who's just also like super soft and doesn't want to like be violent. I will just, I will walk up and I will pat him on the shoulder. He's gonna flinch. Mm-hmm. You're scary. <laughs> she do be scary. Uh, that actually makes me sad. Well, you, you, you creeped up on him. I know, but it makes me sad, because, yeah, people think that I am scary all the time, which is why I play into the fear of being scary, but also, like, it's not just fun that people loved. just, yeah, it's not fun that people just think you're scary all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, he took my dad's clothes. I don't like that. Mom, am I supposed to beat him up? I don't think you need to beat him up. Are you gonna beat him up? I might. (laughs) Okay. But I think it'll be a simple getting him out of the close. (laughs) 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 I feel like I want my presence to be like treating him like a kid because I am actually like twice his age uh-huh. so <laughs> you, can, you can see his um, body language kind of like the tension starts to leave mm-hmm. him a little bit and he <sighs> yeah alright extra clothes for him to... <laughs> nope. <laughs> 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 so, would you like The to... gang gets sued. <laughs> <laughs> would you like to enter the tavern? Okay, so you enter the tavern. Arson, what's going on, my guy? Well, I, want, I wanted to ask you, I think I've finished that glass. You're about looking... seven glasses in now. How many glasses? Seven. The tap is pretty much dry. Go ahead and make a uh, constitution check for me, please. Yeah, I was just about to ask if I should. What's with arson just getting shit? I was just about to say. How many times do I have to teach you this lesson, old man? <laughs> How many times am I going to knock him unconscious in a bar? It was the wind. Mm-hmm. I missed it. You will stay in there. Sorry. It's okay. Oh, of course. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Constitution. Well, I get no plus. It's the fucking Constitution. That's an eight. Okay, so um, Arson, you don't notice the door opening, and people are starting to like kind of make their way out because they're tired so of I the just like, you know, I just the belligerent drunk, drunk in the corner. It's too early for this. A lot of them are hungover and just want to like go home or get ready to go to work or whatever the case may be. Uh, and your companions enter the bar. Uh, companions, 
you see companions in quotes. <laughs> your your um, your colleague here. On a scale of one to ten. Eleven. Nine and a half. Okay, I'll take it. Oh my god! It is six in the morning. Do I recognize that voice? I'm just gonna like be cracking my knuckles. Arson, <coughs> uh, you do recognize the voice of Silas. Hello, governor. Hello, governor. One drink is blue. You do realize what time it is, right? Easy way or the hard way. No, Can I just like grab him by the shirt and say, "Are you mad?" No, I'm pissed drunk. Why? Because it's six in the morning. And what the fuck else is there to do? And my dad doesn't love me. (laughs) (laughs) I never knew my fault. (laughs) Because it's six in the morning and I'm a fucking bastard. I mean, you are a bastard, but... No, I mean, literally, I'm a fucking bastard. And I had to pay him three gold to shut up about it. But yes, um, rightfully... I paid him three gold to... That's the most drunk person thing ever. He's like, sitting there just... Don't like, talk about this! I'm going to talk about this to everyone! <laughs> the bartender's just sitting there cleaning out a glass and just kind of, like, shaking his head. Arson, I'm gonna say this in the nicest way possible, but you do realize that that money instead could have gone to, I don't know, what a therapist? Are therapists canon? <laughs> um, I would, I would say, and it, it depends on where you're at. Um, no. I would say Solum and basically it's not existing to me. Would it would be very much so kind of like a confessional kind of thing? Oh God. With the with the church, but not like in a uh, like oh I have okay. sinned kind of thing. It's then like you go you go to the religious leaders because their faith is supposed to be blah 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 blah. Right. Also, you have a debt to pay as well. Don't forget. I know. He's pissed drunk. So. <laughs> <laughs> also, how many alcoholics? Like I, I I know so many alcoholics in my family who absolutely would pay money for alcohol over you know the money they owe people. So like it. It fits. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's <laughs> It's a unfortunately a mood. So. <laughs> the biggest moves. Um, I'm just gonna look again. Easy way or hard way? I suppose you mean. I suppose you mean. Are you going to fucking punch my lights out? Or am I going to go crying back, fucking pissing on my mind? Or we could talk about this like adults. What is there to fucking talk about? I'm a fucking bastard. My father hates me. I can't even understand what he's saying. I get that. (laughs) But Arson, you do realize being a bastard doesn't make you any less of a person. Wait until you're put under the fucking yoke and gun of a person that mocks you for being a fucking bastard your entire life. Then you can tell me whether it matters or not. Bold of you to assume some of us here don't know what that's like. I'm not saying. I'm saying he doesn't fucking know because. And what do you know about what I know? Well, obviously you're condemning me, and I'm not condemning shit. 
What race are you, Silas? I'm also a half elf. That's what I thought. <laughs> All what I'm saying good? is maybe you're not the only one with issues with your father. So pull yourself together. Oh, oh Silas. You're, you're having uh, you're having some issues here, huh? <laughs> you uh, you're starting to uh, you're oh um go ahead and make a con save for me not con save just a constitution uh, saving throw for me right now. What is a con save? Sorry, I, <laughs> not a con save, but you know a con save. <laughs> oh, you mean um, like having friends? <laughs> uh, I don't know that I get bonuses. Like friends? That's a five. Um, some of your own personal demons are starting to kind of creep in. The smell of the alcohol in the air and talking about a uh, not great father and whatnot. You're, uh, you, you can feel yourself getting a little too emotionally drawn into this. Ooh, hey. My, I like how you're doing that, Greg. Thank you. My God, I think, I don't think I've ever seen you so rightfully... Piss isn't the right word, but, you know, similar track. So how about instead of wallowing in your self-pity and assuming you're the only one with problems, how about you get off your ass and do something about your life? Well, <laughs> that was the sound of your reality check. <laughs> I would like to say while this is all happening, Luna's just... Chomping away on some bread that's sitting there. <laughs> One of those like bread service yeah. boxes or whatever, just sitting there like. Mm-hmm. Someone left it from the night before. <laughs> yeah. Some leftover saltines and stuff. Hell yeah, <laughs> just chomping out on a pretzel. Wait a minute. Does it smell like beer? It's, it's yeast. And wheat. And wheat. I don't know. <laughs> A talk for another time. I, I, okay, listen, I'm dealing with my own issues. I don't need Luna to be an alcoholic, too. To be fair, I love bread and I hate beer, so... I also love bread and hate beer. Yeah. Okay, fair, fair. I was curious. I mean, it depends on the beer and most certainly the bread, but either way, I'm down for both. I don't know what that sells, says oh about me, Oh my god, but, I fucking anyway. love bread. <laughs> Anyways, oh, back to the uh, trauma bonding. Uh, is bonding the right word? Huh? Is bonding the right word? Well, I, mean, I don't think so. You guys are having a moment. Um, look. <coughs> There's a lot going on right now. Yeah, go and I get you're right. having your whatever issues. Daddy issues? But maybe we can go out there and do something and maybe make ourselves better. Hmm. You're right, I suppose. <laughs> well, I actually believe I have a spell for this. Hang on. Oh, God. I don't know how I will feel if he tries to cast a spell on me. Can I cast... Again, I, I think we did kind of say that Lesser Restoration would work on drunkenness, right? Because well, it's kind of like a poison. Well, yeah, no, you're right. It was Here's for... things like paralysis. And, and it does use a whole spell slot, which, mind you, I'm a warlock, so I only have two. So I'm gonna do that. Okay, I will. Uh, I'll allow it that. Uh, 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 arson. You start to feel the buzz leaving your system. Like it, it feels like someone pulled a plug and it's just draining out of you. You're not peeing. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that too. <laughs> it's 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 like um, what is it? It's like in Good Omens after they've drank all the wine, they 
leach the alcohol out of their system. I almost said something very inappropriate. So wow, it's just you stopped like yourself. That's the first. <laughs> I did stop myself. <laughs> Anywho, did you really have to do that? Come on, let's go. And I would like voice? to put my hand down. I will take a final sip of my beer. <laughs> set it down. I will get up and say, "Right, I think I've had enough." Let's get you out of those clothes, yeah. Yeah, Back but, at the home. I can agree to those terms. Right, fine. I mean, they are a bit mothballed, so... Is this a different voice than Arson usually uses? I'm very yes. confused. It is. <laughs> it is. He was... Okay. He, that's why he put on the mustache. He was doing a whole new thing. Yeah, but I just don't understand. Although, he, for a while, he was talking with, like, an Irish accent... And then, well, then I I'm not sure what this is, and he, and he like also really threw in some coffee. German for some reason. <laughs> so I was really confused for a while. Yes, he's tra- traumatized here. Yeah. He's, he's having a moment. I am traumatized. So Arson's whole thing is that he can never be good enough for his dad. So he's been trying to figure out who he has been this entire time by trying out multiple. Oh my times. god, you are so fucking right. And it hurts. Daddy issues. You are right, and it hurts. <clears throat> <laughs> so bad. That is the sound of my soul in anguish. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... You... I will get up, and... I will at least begrudgingly... You know, I'll make a step forward like I'm going to ignore his hand, and then roll my eyes, gah, step back, give him a good handshake, pat on the back, I'm gonna leave it at that. If I do anything else, I'm going to be fucked over hard. Anyway, and I'll just uh, walk out the door. <clears throat> I will assume everybody's going to follow behind me to make sure I don't do any weird shenanigans. Gertie's following you back to the house to make sure you get out of those fucking clothes. <laughs> That's all she cares about. Yeah, have some respect for the dead, man. So, you guys head back to uh, the Gertz estate. While we're on our way there, while I'm while we're on our way there, I'm sorry, I have to do this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What is um, about to happen? Famous last words. Has um do I pass by like any hanging laundry in the area? Just take a new outfit. Yeah, um I'll say uh it, it's it's more like a sheet. Like a cloak or whatever that you oh, that's hanging out to dry. Yeah, that's maybe good. maybe some uh, some dirty like holy like slacks or whatever. They're hanging that. on the clothesline. Why are they dirty? Well, like you know when you stain something so far that it doesn't ever. Oh, come so out? they're they're not dirty. They're, but they're worn. worn. Very yeah. worn. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say they hang up on the clothesline after they're clean. All right, worn slacks, a cloak, uh, and just like a uh, like a black tunic. Black tunic. Okay. Hmm, I gotta think about this. Is it going to be worth it? And how do I pull it off? If it is. Uh, hmm. Nah, it's too risky. If it was just Silas and Gerald, I wouldn't worry about it. But I've got two other rogues on my back. They're going to know something's up. So, yeah, I guess I will make my way back to the Gertz estate. No problems, no qualms. Okay. 
you um, you're you're walking back, and you kind of can't help but feel that um, <clears throat> Gerald is walking very closely behind you, and you can kind of feel like this towering presence behind you as you're walking back. I'll drop the action. All right, Gerald, what is it? Are these really your dad's clothes? Mm-hmm. And I stole them. Mm-hmm. And I'm wearing them mm-hmm. as a disguise mm-hmm. to go bar hopping. Yeah. And that doesn't suit well with you, does it? No. <laughs> For obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Being that you loved your father. Yeah. <clears throat> you didn't like yours. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's put it this way. My father never gave me a chance to like him. Because he never liked me at all. How long did you know him? For a good long while. Too long. I'd rather have too long. Well, your circumstance is different. He loved you, and I'm sure you loved him. I miss him. I wish I knew what that felt like. I wish I knew what it felt like to have a dad for longer than seven years. And I wish I didn't have a father for 26. Okay. So silence. Okay. All right. So you make it back to the Gertz estate. What would you guys like to do? All right. As soon as um, I get... Get Luna some goddamn bread. Yes. <laughs> get this cloud some bread. <laughs> okay. But the first thing I'm going to do, I'll step in, I'll take off the wig, set that like down on the countertop, rip off the mustache, and just, just for the sheer hell of it, because Arson is that kind of guy, I will just take off the clothes and very carefully fold them in front of you, put them down on a table, and just walk back upstairs with my wig and actually no. Has a good Your sign. Ass of... cheeks hanging out, flying in the wind. Hey, I wear underwear. I've got boxers. I didn't know his underwear can. Oh my god. Not in space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, George. Um, I'm sure there's some undergarments of, you know, yes, variety. The Victorian variety of boxers. I will leave the wig okay. and the mustache as a something. For the future, I really think we need to get an Echo or an Alexa or something like that in here. So that way we can ask stupid questions. Like, <laughs> when was underwear invented? <laughs> Is it dromedary or betrayal? <laughs> exactly, and then we can hear this stupid Alexa voice. I do have a, I do have an Echo. I just Set it up said... down here. We have we phones. Can... Google is like right No, here. but it'd be funny for it to relay back to us on the recording. Would we have okay. to credit Alexa in the podcast? I don't know, maybe. I mean, yeah. most of us have assistant things on our phones, so we can always do that. That too. Anywho, so... So, as a good... As a gesture of goodwill, I'm leaving the wig and the mustache on the countertop. I'm putting my hands up in the air and walking back upstairs, going to bed. <laughs> it's 8 in the morning. <laughs> it's probably like 7 o'clock in the morning now. Uh, Arson, you Don't realize care. it's time for the day to get going, right? No. I'm just going to go upstairs. I'm not physically doing this. I'm just doing this for your convenience. Okay. I'm giving you the air quotes. I'm not giving them the air quotes. 
I'm just going to go upstairs and put on some decent clothes. I will be back downstairs shortly. What is this you're doing with your fingers? I'm not doing that to you. I'm doing that to him. It's okay. It's oh, okay. okay. Finger quotes. <laughs> so I thought that was in game. I'm like, what? Is <laughs> so I am going to go upstairs. It's seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, Prosperity Color is starting to get pretty litty titty. Mm. Damn. Do I dare sneak out and try to do something stupid again? Oh my god. Nah, it's just not worth it. It's I would just like to be hanging upside down outside of his window. <laughs> he tries to go out and Shane's just hanging there. Do you going really, do somewhere. You really disappointed. <laughs> I have nothing better to do. I don't sleep. <laughs> Alright, so I'm going to... So, you're gonna go back to here's your what's going so to happen. Here's what happens. I'll go into my room, I'll look around for my clothes, maybe check my disguise kit again, and look out the window to complicate this and see this vision in front of me and just go, Oh, of course you're in front of the window and you're checking on me. Buddy system. <laughs> you have been assigned an emotional support guather. <laughs> oh, buddy system, eh? Be sure so, feet for it. I guess we're kind of growing on you, is that it? No, merely that I'm responsible for your behavior. Quiet. Oh, well. Shay, the Gwathrin doesn't want a party, gets a <laughs> the Gwathrin with the party three days later. <laughs> She's... She... <laughs> It's, have you ever seen the little comic where it's just Batman all hunched over and then his cape opens and he has all the Robins? Robins. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't want a family. Gets a family. Batman and the family. Alright, I guess I'll just look at her and say, fine. You know, that that was meant for you. Are you talking to Nick or to... I've had the gun for a while. No, for, for Nick. Oh, okay. That's why I loaded the damn... Don't point that. Shut your mouth. Dude, you're in his house right now. <laughs> That'd be worth it. And Anywho. You will absolutely make your life hell in every campaign. I mean, she's not wrong. It, it will get worse. It can always get worse. Trust Remember me. when I had Trust a family me. Trust, and... me. Trust me. Trust me. It will get worse. Because <laughs> you'll be like, it's fine. I can handle it. How do you feel about this? <laughs> well... I guess that would be okay. <laughs> that is me. That is me at like 3 o'clock in the goddamn morning or 12, 12, 12 in the morning or sometime near my lunch. Anywho, I will just look at her hanging upside down in the window and say, fine. And I will uh, calmly get dressed. I'm not going to do anything stupid. So you know if I'll offend her, I'm dead. Just have like arms crossed. I'm like hanging from my ankle. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm not even going to joke or say anything like, you know, hope you're enjoying the show. No, I'm not even going to attempt that. I'm just going to calmly get dressed. Yeah. It's easy way or hard way. Like it's, it's yeah, very I much am, the, the vibe am, right now. I am going the easy way because mm -hmm. 
Hardway was fun while it lasted and was very blue dabba dee dabba die. Tyler, have you been drinking? I wish. <laughs> I wish. I guess it... I mean, I've already had something blue and I am not sponsored by sparkling ice plus caffeine. <laughs> the way you said that made it totally sound like you're... <laughs> uh, we're not sponsored... But you we should would try like to. the refreshing taste of sparkling ice plus, plus caffeine. <laughs> Arson, as you're getting changed oh there, um, you as you you you're, you're walking around the room getting changed, and you can't help but feel um, watched. I know. I was gonna say the slight pulsing of those marks on your arms from the sapphire. <laughs> Anytime you get near it. What? Are you good? Are you pulling on me right now? Yeah. <laughs> Was it the pulsing part? Such an odd choice of word. The joke is dick veins. <laughs> Give me that fly! <laughs> okay. Oh, my armpits! <laughs> I no longer have a ball. Hand me the dark. No, guilt. This has been, I think, the most unhinged session in a while. <laughs> and that's saying something, because they're usually pretty chaotic, but... <laughs> it's gonna hit the ceiling and bounce back and knock the pillow off your head. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> it's like a game of pool. <laughs> Do you know who I am? No. He's the Lemon Lord. <laughs> So my arm is is pulsing because yeah. of the stone every time I get near it. Yeah. Oh god, is this going to become like a philosopher's stone situation? It's almost like a fucking drug. Jesus Christ. Greg, you monster. I love you. Uh I don't know if I should pull it out of its secret place and show the gloss. <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! This is how I pause it, right? This one here? Uh, yeah, it's the pause. We're back. So. Right, we are back, yes. I, I don't know if I should pull it out of... The... Dresser drawer, goddammit! The nightstand drawer! Oh no! I multiply! Your contagious dick! Tyler! Tyler, who we just explained why the choice of words was unfortunate. And then you said the same thing! I don't know if I should pull it Jesus. Why does your mind keep going there? I'm just trying to say, I, I'm not even going to say it, I, you know what I'm not going to do, and I'm not going to do it, I'm going to ignore every instinct that says, whip it out, Nick, give me the gun, give me the fucking gun, Yes. 
I just started to see it being like, you get it? It's a dick joke. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so, you know, you all know what I am not going to do. This is clear. I actually am very not clear on what's happening. I'm laughing too hard. Okay. Okay. The stone is in the nightstand dresser drawer thing. Okay. And I know, I think I know that you know that I stole it from you. Or you do not know that I would. Well, then I suspect that you know. Whatever. I am just trying to keep (laughs) what I have stolen from you locked away. And I am trying very hard to not be obvious that I have kept it locked away. And also ignoring the urge to take it out because for some fucking reason the thing is that... What the fuck did I say? What the fuck did I say? Did I trip again? Jesus Christ. I'm resisting the urge. Fuck my life! So hard to say that I that I can't even say it because I know it's going to be taken the wrong way. He doesn't want to take the sapphire out of the drawer. Thank you. Period. Period. Anywho, you're getting changed. You're being a guard dog. You're staying downstairs. You're downstairs with Luna, who's just munching away on some bread. Let's continue, please. We have officially broken the captain's back. And all hell falls after. You all because like, we had to talk about pulling it out. You have like manic host of family feud energy right now. Oh, Surprises! Not even surprised so, anymore. Just <laughs> Show so, me pulse. So he has Steve Harvey syndrome. That's what we're saying here. I fucking love Steve Harvey. Show me the East stands for educational. Bing! Uh, Oh no. Survey would say. Show me the best way to derail a campaign. Dick joke. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Featuring Nick. Anywho. So, So, yes. That's all happening. Okay. They're upstairs doing their thing. Gerald is getting ready to go to, you know, work in the fields for the day. Gertie, Silas, you're in the kitchen. (sighs) Putting away your tea from the previous night. Getting some munchies on. Okay. What would you guys like to do? Because you have a little... Are those birds outside or is this an effect that's being played? They're outside. It's just the birds. Birds are not. I have natural ambience. Okay, yeah. um, unfortunately we didn't get shit from Stonefist. Is that how Silas says it, or...? Uh, no, that's me talking in my internal monologue. But you did get stuff off of Stonefist, just not about RDF. Wait, what was it again? Refresh me. Hmm? What, would it, what did we get from Stonefist? Uh, you, uh, off of him, you pulled a, um, a work order... Basically, that details going into a place that he had collapsed some time ago uh, because there was some, like, treasure deep inside of it that uh, he was... Is this a different place than the cave we went into? Yes. Maybe this has something to do with that other collapsed cave. 
open her to check it out. You also had rumors. I'm not downstairs. I am guarding. Oh, that's right. <clears throat> you also had rumors about a. Y'all made me come along to track down arson. So no one like, else wants right, to go see I'm the dead speaker, so. Because they're all losers. <coughs> I'll go see them I did not. I did not say that. I also did not say that. We were just caught up with the whole Stonefist thing. We can also go see that speaker of the dead. I know Gertie's the only one here listening to that, and she's the one who says no. Yeah. <laughs> Why, Gertie? Think it's a bad idea. You also have... Uh, here, let me go back to my list of... Uh, quest lines that you guys have going on right now. This is why we need a soundboard so we can put things like that on there because that was hysterical to me. I know I'm saying that completely deadpan, but I'm last out from the Tyler incident. I shit you not. That was funny as fuck. And I just like would love to be able to push a button and make that noise. What noise is that? The one that you just made. <clears throat> uh, you have the mysterious door in Gertie's home, the rumor of the woman who can speak to the dead, the treasure map uh, that Gertie has that might not be so fake after all. Uh, Stonefist is dead, and obviously RBF, but also the uh, the cave-in information from Stonefist. We don't know about Also, Gertie's, we all had so. weird ass dreams. You also we had some weird ass dreams. But we don't I, know like, I had like I had like a past memory vision and the god thing and then like a futuristic <laughs> vision. And A, I'd probably want to talk to a Lauren about the god thing, because A, he was in the dream, and B, he was the one who was like the most open about that sort of thing. Uh-huh. And B he allegedly got my pendant back. Perhaps we should wait till the rest get here and we can decide where to go next. Also, Probably a good idea. I just like him. So. I just, I just think, think he's neat. <laughs> I just think he's neat. <sighs> so, what's going on? I'm sorry. Uh, we were just throwing out. We were like, just talking about waiting for you and Shay to come back. Oh. Oh, I guess I will have finished redressing myself. <laughs> or... You did it on pause, right? Yes, it okay. is on pause. And I will make my way downstairs. I'll make my way downtown. Walking fast. Kicking ass. Talking tough. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. So yeah. Uh, also, Shay has a list. Shay's know. being unusually quiet right now. So, Arson, Silas, and Gertie, you're all in the kitchen here. Hmm? Could somebody pass me that bag, please? Of the fruit juice, please. Do yourself. Oh, for fuck oh my god. god. Ew. Ooh, I dropped one. That's all we could have one. You can also talk about your fucking dreams. No. We could do that. <laughs> we could do that. But are we? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. If okay, we so they come back. Far. So, where do we go next? I'm going to lay out the options that we just discussed. Okay, so Silas recalls uh, the things that you guys have been um, kind of seeing around going on right now. Dude, and um, I have like five personal like quest things I want to pursue too. It's just a mess right now. I'm keeping track of all of it, my dude. I know. Um, but I've got like my 
slicer shit, my needle dancer shit, my fucking slicer. Or not slicer. Um, what's oh, this Stitcher. Stitcher. Sorry, Stitcher. Needle dancer. RVM. Whenever I hear Stitcher's name, I just think about the way the one chick said Stitcher. <laughs> oh, Sherry. <laughs> Stitcher. Um. So you have the secrets of like RBF, like trying to find his other locations. Um, obviously, uh, this treasure map that Gertie has that you showed them the, the treasure map before. Yeah. But everyone's just kind of like, you got scammed really. Yeah. Um, oh, from um, High Reefer. Reefer. Yeah. What did you call him? High Dude. High Dude? I thought you said Heidi. <laughs> Um, you have the door at Gertie's house upstairs. Uh, you have, obviously, this, this Stitcher character, the Speaker of the Dead lady, um, and the, uh, what do you call it? The, the information off of Stokefist's body about the cavern that, uh, was collapsed that he was gonna pay somebody to, like, excavate because there's something inside of there. And you remember that one of the triplets uh, said something about how there was a, uh, a an engineer who was working on something to clear the rubble out of the way. Mm. <clears throat> I mean, a lot of leads on RBF, I think. A good option would be to go see the Speaker of the Dead. Perhaps we can contact Clayburn. Gertie's just like, <laughs> no. Not that, please. As soon as he mentions Clearburn, I also am like, no, let's not do that. I guess I'll be hovering around the kitchen. <laughs> Good to know it's a riveting conversation of me, myself, and I. Luna's just <laughs> chomping away at some bread. I will say, I'm not, I'm not opposed to that. And um, I don't know. I still have this treasure map. I think that might be fun. Monetarily beneficial. That you got off of a random merchant on the street. It seems very feasible, <gasps> though. While she's talking about this, I want to look for a bottle of wine. Bro! Just one. Gertie, do you keep Glass wine? or bottle? Do bottle. I keep wine in the house? Probably not. Okay, go make an investigation check there. Beet wine? Yeah, I was going to say, you could look for, like, fermented beets. <laughs> oh, God. I've had beet juice before. Never again. Uh, oh, that's a 15. Yeah, you're looking around, no wine, but there is, uh, you do open up a jar of, like, pickled beets or whatever, and they've been, uh, they've been, they've been in there for quite some time. There's Are you a, that desperate? <laughs> Am I? Am I that desperate for pickled beets? Waiting for the red to <laughs> run off my hands like that one girl from that short I forced here to watch? What? Never mind. It doesn't matter. <clears throat> uh, I guess I'll pull a beat out and munch on it. Oh, yeah. Stop, uh, Nick. My God. It's uh, it's it's strong. Um, this this might have been a jar that was opened and then just forgotten. Oh, uh, gross! Oh, <laughs> uh, it! So uh, it's pickled, but it's uh, it's definitely. Greg, you're making my sensory issues a nightmare. Sorry. It's uh, it definitely oh, is uh, it's, it's it's pretty it's pretty strong. You can feel your head a little. Can we can we move can we can we move on? I literally gonna be sick. Okay. <laughs> so I'm just going to. 
choke that down. <laughs> and um, casually toss whatever leftover beat is left oh, and God. just... Oh, I'm just, I'm just it, that into the, you know, <laughs> Just throw it into the sink. <laughs> okay. Seal up the jar and just put that put that back up and oh wash my, my hands. <laughs> <laughs> you put the jar in. <laughs> oh so my god, I'm gonna gross. really be sick. Oh my god. Okay. I, oh. It's not my <laughs> house. I'm not going to keep it in order. <laughs> okay. You you put it back on the shelf and you uh when you look forward again, you come eye to eye with Gary, who's just kinda like <laughs> He's going to do that, like, judgy cat eye thing at you. How old is Gary? <laughs> the cat. How old is Gary? Gary. Old. He's an old cat. Yeah. What do you want with me, Whiskers? I'm just wondering how long it was after her husband died that she was just like, you know what, this cat is going to have his name. <laughs> And then I thought it would be really funny if this cat has been around, like, the whole time somehow, and is just, like, obscenely old for no reason. <laughs> he's, uh, he's definitely older, but he's still pretty limber, like, as if he was a he's young spry. cat. He's very spry. He's like that little old lady who's just, like, <laughs> still got way too much energy. He's very Dick Van Dyke. I love him. Hmm. Alright, so he just meows at me again. Um, I don't suppose she keeps any cat treats around the house? She would have, like, probably some, like, canned fish or something, like sardines or... Oh, for pity. I don't know if that's, like, canned. It would be more crustacean than fish. So some sort of, like, canned preserved... Canned shrimp. Mollusk. Oh, God. No. But you did remember, I'll uh, say you do remember that Sherry specifically grows catnip so Gary will come visit. You know, honestly, mollusks probably is pretty accurate because they live in shallow waters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so there probably really are pretty, common. mollusks yeah. are probably a very common sea or like water-based food Yeah. that you can get. Are you okay over there? Ignore me. <laughs> So, Do not perceive me. Ignore the man behind the curtain. Ignore <laughs> attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> Send a meme that only matters for my friends Okay. So, do, you, do you offer this tribute to Gary? I will. I will pay tribute to Gary of the mollusk thing. Um, okay, so Gary, uh, kind of eyeballs you, and then just maintaining eye contact, picks it up with his mouth. Well, hang on, before he does it, I say, this stays between us, you understand, Whiskers? You don't say anything to the old lady, and I give you the mollusk, and we pretend like the beats didn't happen. Got it? He'll, like, flick his tail one more time, and then take it away from you, and... Jump off the couch. Oh, does a cool leap? Yeah. And then walks away just gobbling it up. I'll hold you to that, Whiskers. I'll seal up the can or whatever. Put that away. Because Lord knows there's a lot of stuff that's opened and put away in this house. (laughs) I'm not judging. Arson is judging. (laughs) So I'm going to go wash my hands and 
Yes, uh, where were we? Yes, the, oh yes, the Speaker of the Dead. That might be a, uh, a good thing, a good idea, yes. And, uh, Gertie, you mentioned the treasure map? Yes, I have the treasure map. Just out of curiosity, can I see that for a second? <clears throat> <laughs> you have seen it before. Yes, but not with as much interest as I have now. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't give a shit before. <laughs> I want to take a closer look if that's alright with you. I don't know, you're really good at taking <clears throat> things that don't belong to you. The feeling's mutual, my dear. We're both of that same kind of <clears throat> passionate, roguish fire, you I mean, might you can't say. even say the honor among these things, so you're trying to break into her shit. Here, I'll hold it up oh, for you. Oh, thank you, Nicholas. <laughs> She's say, all right, I'll hold it up for you. And hold it in front of your face. Much obliged. <laughs> all right. What I want to do is... This map... I want to see if this map is in any way... I don't know how to say this, but like geologically accurate to where we have been in this godforsaken place. Mm -hmm. I want to try to connect the dots and say, are the treasure spots that are on this map identical to the places that we have, to the caves that we have spelunked? So... Uh, go ahead and make a quick uh, insight for me. Who, uh, real quick question. Gertie, you also had the map from... Are you fucking kidding me? A natural one? What? <laughs> you suck. Can you, uh, drop... Oh, scared Monet! <laughs> Apologize. I'm gonna, I'm gonna save this for I'm sorry, <laughs> baby. Later. I'm sorry I'm being scary, but... Oh. No, these are fortune cards. Oh. <clears throat> And these are for me that I can use. Oh yeah, uh, Regan, you haven't seen these yet. Oh, the bad and good fortunes. So, oh, these are blue. Where's my reds? Are they on the other side? Nat ones. Oh. You draw the card. I keep it. I can use it at any time. Oh man. Blue cards. Nat twenties. You guys draw it. You can keep it and use it anytime you want. They're game changing. So Arson just drew uh, a nat one. So we have no idea what it is. It's awesome. And I will keep track of who they are. So, by all means, Mr. Lupus. That one! Right there, that one. Yep, that yes. one. Yep. I'm not gonna look at it, I'm not gonna look at it, I'm not gonna look at it, no, 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 no. Who the deck chose for you? Interesting. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, criminy. Da, 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 da. Okay, anywho, so, um, yeah, you got nothing on here. Uh, Gertie, can I get a quick, uh, insight check on you, please? Sure. Because you're... That's a that one. Oh, Gertie, come here. This map is cursed. What the fuck? The map does right. not exist. Yeah, there's, there's, the there's gotta be some kind of curse on there, yeah. You both rolled a that one. Greg, you monster, what have you done? Greg's like, there wasn't you a are card. You are a witch! Now. Your 
you're such a witch that you're affecting the metaphysical plane of some reality. Uh, I don't like that noise. That'd be fun. Can I take a look at the map? I swear to God, if I roll a one. Sure, go for it. What? Well, I'll keep both decks out just in case. Oh, way to make this a science. The guy who rolled like three nat ones in a row last fucking. Session. If it, it's if it's a fucking one, we're done with the map and we're burning it. What's going on? What do I gotta roll? Yeah, uh, uh, insight check. I am scared. Okay, it's a nine. Okay. Oh. Um, Gertie, did you ever share the the map that you pulled off of? Uh, what's his nuts? Stonefist. I don't think so. Silas, taking a look at this, um, it's only showing one mark, and it is in a cavern in Parbus. Um, that you don't really know much about it. It does have like a cavern number on it, but it doesn't exactly show you exactly where said cavern is at. Mm. So you'd have to actually go to like Prosperity Pillar, figure out with the records which one it is, and then go from there. Well, I mean, it's in Parvus apparently, but can't make out much else. We'd have to double check with the government logs. No. <laughs> well, then I guess the map's a fucking scratch. Out game, Greg. Yeah. Um, the map that I pulled off of Stonefist, what was on the map? The location to a uh, cavern that he had once collapsed that he wanted to uh, get back into after... Does it look similar to the other map at all? Like, landmark-wise? Yeah. So I could compare the two, probably? You probably could, yeah. Okay. Damn it, Gertie beat us again. So, she's gonna pull out the map and say, I pulled this off of Stonefist. I think maybe it might help us decipher the map that we have for the treasure. Are they related? Well, look at them. I'm gonna kind of lay it out next to it. Hmm. Uh, one was hastily hand-drawn, uh, copied off of somewhere else. Uh, that's the one he bought off of Stitcher. Or not Stitcher. Um, Reaper. 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 Thank you. Uh, the other off of Stonefist is more of a official document. Um, but it is practically the same map. Does so. the, um, mark for the treasure line up <coughs> with the collapse tunnel? It does. That's what I thought. You see, Stonefist told me... No, he, did he tell me or is it marked? It's marked. Okay. So as you can see on this map, it's marked that this is a collapsed tunnel. And then it lines up with this treasure. So if my theory is correct, the treasure is in the collapsed tunnel. And if the collapsed tunnel was on purpose, it would make sense that there's actually treasure there. Didn't Stonefist... Um, documents mention someone who could dig out the tunnel? Uh, it, the documents didn't, but, uh, the one triplet did say, give you the oh, engineer. engineer. Could be our best bet. I vote we go find the engineer! And not go see the... Exactly. <laughs> I'll second the motion, because I think we'll find something very... But eventually bad. we do need to try to contact Clearburn's ghost. Ah! <laughs> I'll worry about it when I worry about it. <laughs> um, okay, so um, I will say real quick, you remember that the name of... Excuse you. Uh, Reginald Stephanopoulos. No, Reginald Stephanopoulos. I had a name for him, and I can't remember the name of the engineer right this second. 
gobbledygook. No, it was um. Give me like thirty seconds here. I have it written down in here somewhere. Leonard. <laughs> it was not Leonard. Uh, let's see. That's Shay's trial, Gertie's trial. I mean, what? Yes, his name is Corkin. Corkin. Yep, C-O-R-K-I-N. Okay. Corkin. And he is in one of the camps in Parvus, which is the uh, the tier of caverns, so... Back down again. Back down you go. Well, I second the motion to do all this. Silas, are you uh, putting in a third motion? I'm perfectly fine with this. Is Shay down here with us by now? <laughs> I would just like to lower myself further down the side. Of the- Is there a window in this room? Uh, the kitchen? Yes. Yes, I would like to just lower myself progressively further so I'm in that window now. Oh, is it, like this, is it like this Spider-Man, like upside down? Yes. Amazing. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, that's what I've imagined this entire time. <laughs> oh, yes, Shay, we're going to the caverns. We're going to find the engineer and get some treasure. What say you on the vote? I must warn you, it's three to one. So your chances are very off, very difficult. So you can do this the easy way or the hard way. Either way, we're going to the tunnels. I think she's in. I mean, she doesn't disappear like she usually does, so probably. Are you good? <laughs> Alright, we're going to the engineer. Where okay. is the engineer? Uh, Parvus in one of the camps in Parvus. Alright, we're going to that specific place in Parvus. Okay, so uh, you guys are making your way out of Gertie's house. Um, you're gonna pass. Um, excuse me. You're gonna pass um, Gerald on the way out, and he's gonna be like, Mom, you heading out? Yeah, we have some place to be. Come give me a hug. Oh, okay. He's gonna tower over you and hug you. Kind of like, uh... Baymax! Very much so. Like, he's a big dude. Yeah. He's 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 bear. old meat. Bear. Bear, bear. Man, I know what I'm watching later. Great movie. So he's gonna give you a big old hug and he's gonna be like, just come home safe, okay, Mom? I will. I love you, son. And she's gonna plant a smooch on his cheek. Well, he probably doesn't like her going out much now that we have unlocked his tragic backstory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he does have a lady friend he can always go visit, too. So, you know, yeah. got to work on, um... Mommy? Sorry. Mommy? Sorry. Cultivating <laughs> new crops, I guess. Oh my god, Meg! <laughs> no, he's too much of a good boy. They're fucking... <laughs> god, Meg. Oh, um, and, uh... You, uh, you guys start <laughs> Arson! Yeah? Did you just leak your sapphire inside of the house? He did. Before we leave? Um... Bum, bum, bum. 
You said you weren't going to grab it. The lie detector has determined that that was a lie. <laughs> um, don't worry, I'm not going to use the terminology you use. Fuck you. Uh, I'm going to say that I, uh, before we leave, before we head out and do the whole goodbye thing, I would have gone up and pocketed the sapphire. Okay. And you feel the energy like just revigor- uh, like reinvigorate your entire body again. Uh, those effects are still in the place. And um, I gave you those stats, right? Uh, yes. Plus three to wisdom was one of them. Plus three to wisdom. Uh, all wisdom like checks or whatever. Um, you can use the cantrip shape water. And you have uh, two spell slots to use ice knife uh, for long rest. Fucking ice knife. Yeah, I love that spell. Figured, you know, you sh- I should give you a little extra on there. The other, the other gemstones that totally don't exist might take a little longer to become fully attuned to. I totally don't <laughs> shape exist. water. So you have the cantrip yeah. shape water and, and ice knife. Ice knife. So. Okay, so you guys are heading through town, yeah? Two slots. Yes, we're heading through, through town, town, heading for the elevator, heading, heading for Park Mr. Krabs. Um, you reach the elevator. Um, the operator says all right folks where are we going today parfus parfus you'll have to transfer when we get to tenebris because it's it's kind of like a staggering oh gotcha all right going down and uh as the doors are closing you're here like wait please hold on a second please and Uh-oh. uh doors gonna open and oh my god if it's Alaren's gonna step on. God him. damn it, Alaren! We said no. You're too <laughs> valuable. He's gonna get out of golden retriever cleric. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna climb on and goes, "Oh, my friends, Crystallic guilt. My name is Alaren, and I love you." Where are like you guys going? From up? Oh, <laughs> the grumpy one is soft for the sunshine one. <laughs> oh, ah, uh, pa- parvus. What's going on at Oh my god, like if, fucking if I, Andy in April, people will die. Oh, uh, oh fun! <laughs> um, meeting a, meeting with an engineer. Interesting, interesting. And I wow. just put it together. I, um, I, I of course don't want to intrude or anything, but I am glad to see you guys, uh, all of you. Um, Shay. No, oh, what does he refer to you as? I don't know. We don't really have much of a... We'll just we'll just go with like Miss, I think. Aww. It's like Miss. Um. I like that because he's like the only person who treats her like a person and not right. like a scary thing. Aww. And he's gonna be like, I um. <clears throat> it's good to see you. Um. Gonna die. <laughs> um. Do you guys mind if I stand with you guys while the lift goes down? It's. Not at all. Can't hurt. We we will. Gladly enjoy. It's a public lift. The company. <laughs> why are you guys being weird? I'm just making I'm, the like internal screaming face. Like I'm just wondering what he's fucking doing. He's acting like you know we don't trust this dude. He's gonna fucking pickpocket the clerk. Well, now that you say it. <laughs> God damn it! Right. So uh, the lift. You hear the lift doors like the, the as they close and then as the. Uh, the gears start to turn, and it slowly starts descending down into Tenebris, which is the um, 
the third tier. Um, as you descend into the deep, the the darkness of Tenebris, you notice that a lot of the light is gone. It is very dark in this tier, but it is also the most beautiful tier of the five uh, of the five tiers in this realm. Um, there may not be any vein of Chris, of the uh, borealis running through it. However, it is littered with bioluminescent like fungi. And so it very much so comes to life. Like totally not ripping off uh, Lost World, but How to Train Your Dragon Lost World, where it's just like glowing in that perspective. Um, but it doesn't always glow, obviously. It's, it's a dim glow, but there's just colors all over the place. It's kind of like looking out at a galaxy as you're going down. Um, as the day is, uh, as the morning is progressing a little bit, Prosperity Pillar is lighting up a little bit, and some of the bioluminescence is starting to fade uh, in the brightness of that light. Uh, but it is still pretty dim. Um, Not to distract from the beauty of all this, but I think Arson is going to be uh, looking at the uh, cleric's pockets. Oh, of course you are. What would you like to do? I just want to see if he's wearing... Me! <laughs> you have to be what? insertive. Me! <laughs> um, I just want to see if he's carrying a coin purse on him at all. I mean, there is a small pouch on him, um, probably some coinage or whatnot. He might also have um, some other things in there as well. It, 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 it seems a little heavy, but not like... It's a bomb. <laughs> so it's a little heavy. It's a, it, it seems like it has a little weight to it, but nothing like... It's not like a huge stack of coins. So if it's worth it. Beautiful, beautiful scenery here. Uh, Silas, I'm going to say you're... After your nightmare last night, you're... Little funny about all this going on. Um, you look across the elevator, uh, across the round or the tier here, and you see across the other side of it um, is the Temple of Hev, which is the main uh, religious institute of this place. Um, it is uh, just a little backstory on that. It is the only place in the uh, five tiers that openly buries their dead in a like graveyard style kind of thing. Um, each tier is a little bit differently, and uh, I uh, I will elaborate more on that as we go because I'm also doing that on TikTok. Shameless plug. Um, but uh, yeah, so elevator's going down. Uh, did you want to try anything? No. Okay. On the one hand, it's um, it's a that's a bridge too far. On the other hand, there's not really much to uh, to. Uh, Take there, it looks like, so it's not worth it. Didn't stop you with the other chick. She had a necklace. He also knows to get punched in the fucking face. That's fair. Shay, he's, uh, he's, as you guys are going down, um, he's talking to both you and Gertie, just kind of addressing you and saying, like, yeah, it, um, it was, it was nice to visit Lacus. I, I, uh, I spent a lot of time there when I was uh, a young lad, but Mrs. Teapots, this was your home, right? All my life. It oh, was. Do it I was know beautiful. how old Lauren is? Um, I honestly don't know how old he is. He's definitely on the old, like, in Elvish, mm-hmm. he's not like, he's an adult, obviously, but he's not, like, old. Oh. You know, he, he's getting up there a little bit, but by Elvish standards, he's still a pretty younger-ish guy. Probably like like in comparison to humans, he's probably like late twenties, early thirties. So mm-hmm. he's a full-blooded <coughs> elf, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you changed your mind? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. 
Let me see. Okay. Well. You're all going to hate me for this. Oh, my God. <laughs> but um, I will go with the uh, the old uh, shtick. That I, oh, yeah, you are right. The the guy that Gerald is uh, plowing. Am I immediately picking up on this shtick? The, the, the garlic girl, the shallot chick. Yeah. 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 I did do that to her, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Was that in-game or out-game? What? Wait, okay. 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 I'm like. Okay. Anyway, talk about a small coin purse he stole from a farmer chick. Oh yeah, from Sherry. Sherry with the shallots. Oh, from Sherry. Shallot Sherry. Sherry Kula. Uh, if only her name was Brandy, what a fine girl she would be. <laughs> okay, Tyler. Well, you know. The song. Brandy, what a fine girl you would be. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is bad. Tyler is doing his thing. I'm gonna set up yeah, I'm going to. Um, I'm going to do that shtick I did. Am I? Am I aware of yeah, like get uh, help? <laughs> we are not doing get help. Uh, and, you know, uh, I'm going to trip him. You're going to what? I'm going to trip into him. Okay. Like, can I wait? Is, can I is catch it, him? Can I wait for like the elevator to like lurch in a certain way? Of course. Way? Of course. And then so, as it lurches, I'll you know. False foot myself and then grab his coin purse. Okay, I need you to make a performance check and then a side of hand check. Uh, 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 performance performance first. first. Performance first and then performance one. first. Side of hand. Slide of hand. God. I just sent a picture of Tenebrous to you guys. Nice, thank you. Oh, that's going to be an excellent performance. It's going to be. The oh, good heavens! <laughs> um. Unnatural 26. Okay, that perfectly works. Uh, you time it just right. Uh, you can see, like, the the link that, like, switches over to the next length of it, and you know that every time you hit that, it's going to shift a little bit. So you lurch forward. Make a sleight of hand on me. Gotcha. Uh-oh. Oh, man. Even with the bonus, it's just pitiful. Um... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm 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 delaying the inevitable. That's a seven. Okay. Um. You reach forward to try to grab onto him. Uh. To, to the coin port purse. Purse. Uh. Kind. It's a coin porpoise. The coin purse. Um, Money dolphin. And instead, you um you grab onto a small. He ran into my nut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say you, you don't grab onto the small the, the the coin purse, but you do grab onto another small like pouch that he has uh, on his side there. Um, so you did manage to get something out of it, but okay. Um, but what? Uh, hold that thought. So <laughs> he lurches forward because he gets bumped or whatever, and Shay. Yeah. Oh God! Meet cute. Yes. <laughs> I'll allow it that you did catch. You did help him st uh, from stumbling forward and whatnot. He's like, oh. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, sorry. Sorry about that. I no, it's it's quite all right. It it, it happens. <laughs> right? Uh, clumsy feet. Yes. Fine. Perfectly fine. Yes. Um. Anyways. Um. So. Um. 
you dropped something, miss. And I would like to... I think I have a mask on. I'm very blushy. Um, and he's going to start patting around and it's like, oh. Oh, it appears I lost oh. it. I'm so sorry. I... Uh, back in Lacus, I, I, I found your pendant and... It, um, I'm sorry, I, I was going to return it to you, but it appears that I lost it. I'm going to try to not be having a nervous flop sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Do I realize what happened, or am I too focused on the fact that, like, a Lauren bumped into me? Um, I'm gonna say you, the fumes got to you. You're just like... Mm, he's cute. <laughs> um, you know what? No, I'll let you roll for it. Go ahead and make an insight for me real quick. I mean, I, I rolled a six. I just don't know what plus I get. Oh. It's okay. There it comes. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just nothing but fucking sevens. Yeah, no, you're... <clears throat> oh, my God. You're... You're a little distracted right now. Mm-hmm. Like, his, his eyes are kind of pretty in the mm-hmm. bioluminescent glow. Um... <clears throat> And he's gonna be like, I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I must have left it somewhere in Parvu or uh, in Lacus. Maybe I'll, I, I, maybe I'll go back and see if I can go look. For <coughs> um. <coughs> no, I um, I left it behind. This is the first time she's openly spoken to him. Ooh. <gasps> Ooh. Probably. She's like probably been doing this phantom very... of the opera, like hover yeah. over him <coughs> type thing. She'd be like, oh. You you spoke. Uh, forgive me if I'm if I'm Immediate step backwards. Like fuck. No, I I'm sorry. I um <clears throat> You have a very nice voice. Um Why? Why did you leave it? Because Because it no longer belongs to me. Are you... I'm sorry, I, I don't quite understand. Um... Oh, would you look at that, the elevator! <laughs> <laughs> the elevator does start to come to the bottom of the thing and lurches forward a little bit as it uh, reaches the bottom and he's like oh I well are you gonna continue going down to yes we're on our way to Parvus to see the engineer yes yes interesting Um, okay well I I was gonna continue on to Solum miss you realize that You are always accepted in the light of Crystal Cordis. Oh. And whether or not you carry a pendant or a shard of it, you are connected to us. Unless you don't want to be, then 
Gryffindor look because I know I'm going to crack up at whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. And the, as you guys are waiting to talk here, uh, you hear, Alright, everybody off! Next lift is going up in five minutes. Well, it was a pleasure seeing you, holy man. Uh, take care. Goodbye. Oh, oh, no. I'm continuing to go down as well. If that's... Oh, right. Of course. Sorry. I can, I can, catch, I can catch... Of course you are. Of course. I can, I can wait about it. No, no. Forgive me. I, I'm elsewhere. I'm thinking of somebody else. Um, well, we best be going then. Uh, shall we? Is your friend okay? Perfectly fine. Don't drink the blue beer. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, the next elevator that goes down uh, parallel to this one, you hear the as like the the um, the steam comes off of it. It's kind of like a hydraulic lift. Um, people flood off of it, and they invite everybody else onto it who are going down to the next tier, which is uh, Parvus and Aloran. Uh, helps Gertie down from the elevator and like kind of guy yeah like helps her onto the next one and whatnot and offers his hand to Shay as well. Are we? Are you coming down? Uh, would she take his hand? I don't know. That's like a really familiar like gesture. He's just being polite. I know he is, but she doesn't get to interact with people. She's very socially awkward. Okay. <laughs> So I feel like she. I feel like she doesn't quite know what to do. Arson, while she's figuring out what she wants to do here, I will say, um, you happen to notice, just out of the corner of your eye, that the little pouch that you pulled off kind of has a blue glow coming from it as if it's reacting to you. Oh. Not like the sapphire, but it, uh... Oh. And it's glowing through the pouch. Not a lot, but enough that you can see it through the opening of the drawstrings and whatnot. Uh, I would like to very casually, and not very suspiciously at all, um, take the pouch and put it into one of my little stitched-on coat pockets. Okay. You do that. Okay, I will take his hand to get mm -hmm. out of the elevator or whatever, mm -hmm. and then like immediately let it go and like pillow poke <laughs> and be like. He's he's gonna smile a little bit. At that he's gonna be like you know I'm a healer. I don't hurt people. But he's a man. <laughs> He's a guy. He's, He's a, a guy. guy. <sighs> all right, all going down. Next lift. We don't have time to wait around. When he says that um, he's a healer and he wouldn't hurt anyone, uh, he'll just say that's because there's light in you. There's light in everybody. And sometimes you have to dig through the darkness a little bit. But it's there. Just as there is a little darkness in the light. He doesn't say it necessarily to you, Silas, but uh... No, as soon as you said it, I knew exactly who it was for, though. 
Barson would notice. That's nice catch. That's that's the thing about light. It casts shadows. I knew you were gonna say that. You're absolutely right. Come, can we carry on? Oh, you're coming with us. Well, I was going to Solom, which is down another tier, but my offer still stands if you would like me to come along. What? <laughs> Arson is just kind of like, come on, <laughs> we gotta go. I don't really care what the guy, people. the guy who has gone to find a bar and distracted us so many times, is annoyed that I have a crush on another being for like five seconds. Wait a minute, he's so an elf. This is just Batman and Gordon, but Batman wants to fuck Gordon. Uh, that's true. <laughs> not at all true. I just think he's neat. <laughs> <clears throat> I just think he's neat. <laughs> Sorry, that's my. Why do you have to make it weird? It's supposed to be cute and innocent because she does not have friends. But I'm a piece of shit. (laughs) Is he coming with us or not? I don't want to be in trouble by any means. But, uh... I I noticed your... Rocky friend is not around and a stoner friend. Uh, this uh, this inventor seems interesting. I don't. I'm gonna just kind of mutter that under my breath. You know. I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think you're a good idea. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> rough. Or meow. You guys get out of the elevator. It starts going down a little bit. You um, you lose the darkness of Tenebris above you, and the openness of Parvus uh, appears. Um, cave's a lot smaller as you get a clear view of it, but it does have the Borealis running through it, and there is just thousands of caves all over the place. It's a nightmare for uh, what's that? What's that phobia of uh, like porous tryptophobia? Tryptophobia. I mean, there's a fear of caves, too. Mm-hmm. Need that Alexa. <laughs> Lift continues to go down. It's probably about a 10-minute descent before you hit the bottom. And um, I'll just say you guys kind of sit there in silence or whatever. Um, you reach the bottom. Spelunkophobia. Of course it is. And uh, gates open, and everyone is ushered off or whatever. And he starts to... Um, Starts to uh, walk towards the the last elevator to go down, and he kind of turns around and he's like, "I um, I hope you guys stay safe. Truly. You too. May the light guide you. May you be in the brightness and the warmth." of Crystal Cordis. And I I am not very far away if you ever need anything. 
with that, um, Miss, I will. I will replace your pendant. I just have to find one. Mrs. Teapots, always a pleasure. Same to you. Silas. Oh, what? When I'm trying to remember what name you gave him. Um, Ar- was it Artemis? No. Something Lucas. Yeah, Arthur. I think maybe it was Arthur. Arthur Lucas. Just call him Mr. Lucas. Uh, yeah. I'm sure George won't come for us. <laughs> Mr. Lucas. Yeah. Pleasure. Hmm. Right. Okay. Um, have a good day. And he's gonna turn around and start walking towards the elevator. Is he out of earshot? I'm just gonna watch him walk away like <laughs> Yes, he's out of earshot. Oh thank god, I thought he would never shut up. He's a good man. He's an elf, they're they're all the same. Anyway, let's find that cave. I beg your pardon. <laughs> you do realize you're in a party that's all elves, right? Except for Gertie. Half elves. Uh, I am a full elf. elf. You're, yeah. But Just how would he know that? Can't see your ears. Can barely see your face. Got you there. I'm but not, also, I'm not offended on my own behalf. Thank oh, I know. you. To be fair, we do know she has the dark elven skin. You just know she's got dark skin. It's like black. Like she could be a Ganassi. Are there black Ganassi? She could be an Earth Ganassi. Earth Ganassi or like red. Fair. All right. I rule it so, so shall it be. Actually, her skin is like really, really, really dark purple. Fair. Maybe she's like a water Ganassi. Oh hail the DM. (laughs) DM has spoken. Shut the fuck up. Alright, so, you beg her pardon? What? It's true, the high elven people are just... pretentious. Absolutely... I can't even stand them. Now you know how we feel about you. Boom! Beat me to it! (laughs) Maybe you should judge a man by his actions, then. Oh my god, I don't want to say, like, the color of his skin or something like that. Um, by his deeds, then by his upbringing. Yeah. Mm. Maybe I'll get around to it eventually, but everything else just seems so much more fun. Right, so... We need to find that tunnel. He's making the stupid face. You need to face. apologize. Apologize to who? <coughs> oh no. Well, he didn't hear me. He doesn't know about it. It's the <laughs> principle of the matter. <laughs> Scribbling his name on my list yet another time. <laughs> Underlining it with several exclamation marks in red ink. <laughs> Let's hope shotguns are never invented. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> Uh, you know what? As you're as you're like refusing to apologize or saying who should you apologize to, I'm gonna actually call him back. Are you mad? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> How do you want to do it? Uh, what 
I have a name for him. Is there a name for like a priest? Father. I would not call him <laughs> Daddy. Daddy. I would not call him Daddy. Form of the word Daddy. Daddy come back, please. <laughs> um, that's a great question. I'm not sure. Because you have like father. I want to refer to him as like his his title because we aren't on like a name basis. He calls me Miss, so I'd probably call him. Meister. I mean, the only thing I think of in the meantime is Reverend, but I don't think that would be it. But we could workshop it. Yeah. Insert your holiness. Yeah, yeah. Or your holiness. Yeah. I would right. not call him no. holiness. That's. I don't think he'd want to be referred to. Brady bright face. I mean, the only other option I feel is Sir. Because he is a person of a higher rank within a society, so he is a Sir. Not to mention he was born into the right half of population, so... What about minister? Mm. That just seems weird. Yeah. yeah. Jesus? Yeah. I mean, the only thing I could think like said would be reverend. Pastor, Swami. Well, sometimes, uh, sometimes, depending on the rank within the church, they're often referred to as brothers. Yeah, weird. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just my brother back, Christ. brother. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean that's my brother in Christ. <laughs> Christ I mean, so the you thing that she said earlier, be, he could be like, yeah, like brother Lauren or something like that. No, weird. Don't like it. Please. The thing don't. that she said earlier that I like died laughing to was, "Hey, got any grapes? My brother in Christ. This, this is, is a lemonade, lemonade stand." <laughs> Um, uh, uh. Yeah, I would just go with Sir, honestly. Or Sir Lauren or something like that. Sir we can we can insert term here we will decide on it. Yeah, insert title That way we don't go back later and forget. Yeah. Like we do all the fucking time. I'll update Chronica as soon as I you know figure it out. So yeah, you call after him and he stops and turns around. Yes. Stop it. Is you were a... saying? I'm not going to He has you wanted to say to you. Mr. Lucas, is everything alright? He would love it if you would join us. Oh no. Journal <laughs> <laughs> screaming. I don't want to be a burden by any means. You won't be a burden! Just please come over here and join us! <laughs> Won't you kindly? <laughs> he uh he readjusts his bag and walks over and he's like, I would be happy to. Great! <laughs> Great! So It's so good to have friends! <laughs> Let's go to the camp and see the engineer, shall we? Oh, he's an engineer, not an inventor. I'm so Yes! Yes! Isn't it wonderful? I'm going to march ahead. I think I'm going to have a stroke. Have a good day. I'm not saying that literally. Good day. Is your friend alright? I could tend to his wounds if he's wounded. He's having a moral crisis. Well, I never want to push my faith on anybody, but I always find that 
spending some time among the crystal is always a helpful way to realign morality and, you know. And maybe not Crystal Cordis, there's plenty of other temples in the realm. As a matter of fact, in here... We Perhaps have sometime around a good man will be good for him. Oh, well, I would think that Silas is a pretty good man myself. Mm, doubt. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sorry, I, I don't know your name. And if I'm going to be around you, I, I feel like perhaps I should address you <laughs> more than just miss. I'm just going to kind of turn toward her a little bit and just mouth it. <laughs> I love her like feud <laughs> double-edged sword <laughs> if I may be so familiar I suppose yes I'm going to turn back around why don't you tell the good preacher man your name because we're just so familiar with each other at this point aren't we that was the pettiest goddamn face uh, I've ever seen you make. He's a religious man, too, so... Ooh, she wouldn't want to lie to him. God's both ways. She's just gonna let her... Chazelle. And then she's gonna go off. Hold on, it's one now? <laughs> she mutters it, so you get your nosy ears out of it. Was it loud enough? Do you think that he heard it or not? Yes. Oh, even that's a surprise for me. And you. Yeah. Mr. Lucas. Yeah. Uh, how would you like me to refer to you as? Just Mr. Lucas will be fine. Mr. Lucas. Okay. Mr. Lucas, Silas Chazelle, and Mrs. Teapots. Yes. I yes. love that her name is Teapots. <laughs> right. Um, shall we go to this? Engineer, yes. Engineer, please. Lead the way. We shall not delay. Yes, let's go. So you guys make your way uh, through Parvus once again, and um, I guess we're going to wrap it up tonight. It's a good place to stop. So uh, next time we uh, join for the Cosmic Domain, we will take a look at this secret tunnel uh, through the mountain. Well, next week we won't be recording. Correct? <laughs> no, next week should be Star Wars, if I believe correctly. Stand right. comp, and then it'll be Esther, and then it'll be. And then back to Costa again. So, until then, have a great evening, great afternoon, great everything in between. Uh, feel free to pop in and check out uh, the content on TikTok for the Costa domain. I'm sure that we'll do so for Esther eventually, and Omnia as well. You did for a little while as well. I did. I'd like to get back into it, but yeah. I'm <laughs> struggling. Hey, Greg, what's your TikTok handle? Oh, it's... uh. Oh, share sure that. Yeah, I should yeah. probably... He's going to have to, like, actually say it, too, because it... It doesn't match all his other, like, You're girls. right. It's uh, Hall underscore Oak Woodworking. All one word. It is my woodworking TikTok, but I've been doing a lot of D&D TikTok uh, content. You can look so. at his wood, too. Yeah. God. You can look at my wood, too. <laughs> Have a good night, and uh, thank you. Bye.